When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another episode of Getting Ignorant with It. I am Amari Allah. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am Shonda Nicole. And... Wow, it's been so long. So, first things first, you did a stand-up. I did. I, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I'm seeing this post of somebody trying to <laughs> somebody trying to pay for knotless braids with food stamps. And it's a conversation. What hey, is a knotless braid? Remember the braids I had before I took them out? Those. Were they comfortable? They were more comfortable than... um. They were more comfortable than the ones with the with the knots, but I mean, either way, they were heavy and kept making my head snap back like like that, like like I was running and got caught in the door or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I like them. Don't get me wrong; they look nice. But they, the thing is, people like oh, Instagram hairstylists like to charge you half a thousand dollars for anything that you want, so. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I ain't paying that. And so my sister went, got her hair braided, and I went to the same place. And I walked in, the lady was doing knotless. I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. It looks so good. I said, she said, you want that? And I was like, how much? She was like, 180. And I'm like, 180? That's that's not bad compared to the fucking 450 that the Instagram bitches was trying to charge. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take this 180. And swing these bitches, but I wasn't able to swing them that well because, baby, they, they I got a big head. So, even though the braids itself aren't that heavy, it's the fact that I have so much hair. So, I have so many braids. So, my neck be like, bitch, assistance. I sleep with one of those travel pillows. <laughs> really? Yes. I have a regular pillow and a travel pillow. My neck need help. <laughs> I need assistance. I got a big ass fucking head. But yeah, I'm sorry. Back to stand up. Yeah, I did my stand up. Amari came. Him mm-hmm. and his mother, his twin. Ain't my twin, but okay. And they swear up and down. I don't look like her. I have her mannerisms. No, 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 no. Same face, same no. mannerisms. She's just a, a shade or two darker. Talk about some. Here's a picture of my father. Well, you don't look like that man. You got his complexion. Don't say that because he paid a good 18 years of child support. No, 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 no. You look like him. Enough for the child support. <laughs> but when we talk hashtag twinning, you and your mama is hashtag twinning. But yeah, I had my first show. I'd like to say did pretty okay. 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't um, terrible. People laughed. And um, thankfully, Amari had recorded it. So I watched it back a million and one times. And did you see the um, the, the stone faces in the corner? The three black mm-hmm. people that wouldn't laugh at nothing? Yeah. I got the gay dude to laugh. Well, he was laughing at that. No, he wasn't laughing at everybody. He was laughing. And if you can't, you can't see right now, but I'm giving Amari the look. Try to fucking play me. He was laughing. He was cracking up. You know what? And somebody was... slapped the table while I was performing. They was laughing so hard they slapped the table. I heard it in the. In okay. The you know what? See, this is you. You're not invited to the next one, which is March 14th, by the way. Ooh, there's a date involved now. Yes, there is. But is there a location? Yes, it's in Union. I can't give more details because I don't know the more details to give. <laughs> but I confirmed it with the. With the event promoter. Look at this. Yeah. Multiple cities. Look at me. What? Wait, multiple cities. He said he got rooms and he does comedy rooms in Union, Trenton, and North Carolina. Oh, look at you about to go on tour. Well, shit. You better watch a bitch. Gonna you drop better off watch AJ bitch. and then go to a comedy That's why I, I, I tweeted that. Um, how many bookings do you need to have to be booked and busy? <laughs> Bitch, I'm at two. I'm busy. Don't call me right now. Okay? Send a text. Are you going to do the set that you didn't get to do? And I don't know. Because I'm still like wondering what was in the set that wasn't done. Yeah, but you know what? See, this is my thing. It's so much stuff that comes to me. So, like, like I said, that set wasn't, that wasn't even really a set. You know what I mean? But the set that I wanted to do. I started working, like I worked on it or whatever, and I have what I want to say about it in place, but it's everything just branches off. Because from there, it's like, ooh, well, I got this joke right here. Um, well, I don't even like to call them jokes. They really just thoughts. A lot of them is either thoughts or stories. Mm-hmm. But I got this thought here that I could tie in with that and use this as a transition. You know what I mean? So things is coming together. But this next one, next month is going to be, it's a 10-minute um, set. So... Ten minutes? Yeah, buddy. You going from five to ten? Who do she think she is? Bitch, I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to five from five to ten. Um the thing is though, like he one of the one of the guys I spoke to, you know, he's giving me advice, whatever. He was like, Yeah, you need to have like just a set ten minutes. Like a, a set ten minutes that you could just drop whenever. And I'm like, I don't really operate like that. Because you never know what audience you're in front of. You know what I mean? Because not for nothing, it was a good audience, but that it was not took that. It too far. Which one? The white woman all the way at the end there, the quiet black folk. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why she started getting offended at the end. But that's when when you in situations like that, when you in hiking situations, the gunning situations, you got to know how far to push it. To, to give that pushback to the comedian. You feel what I'm saying? Look at me talking like I've been a comedian my whole life. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, you got to know. Because once you... There's certain things you can say to me. And this isn't me as a comedian. This is just me being, I guess, funny. And me just being an asshole my whole life. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that you can say to me. But if you hit certain keywords, you open in doors that I feel like, oh, all right, we're comfortable like that now. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Case in point, um, when I'm driving Uber... If I'm having a conversation with somebody, I might not curse at all, but that's because I don't know. I don't want to offend you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to offend the environment. 
but let you drop an F-bomb one good time. Oh, well, bitch, we letting them fly. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So once he started making those type of jokes toward her and she kind of was okay with it and she was throwing it back, he like, oh, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to push the envelope even more. And then he started getting to the point where she was becoming uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's when it was just like, all right, you got to know your limits and you got to know how to joke with people. Just like women will understand this when... You make eye contact with somebody across the room by accident, and now they motherfucking think that they you trying to holler at them. Now they walking across. You're like, nigga, no, I just forgot the blink. Like, it ain't honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to holler. That wasn't an invitation. But you got to know, all right, well, let me not look at him for longer than two seconds. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with her, she needs to know. Let me not... You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm being a little belligerent. But now you scared to walk to the car by yourself. She was drunk. And then that was her whole staff, too. Did I call it, though? When we were sitting down, he was like, oh, she is toe up. I said, she probably the boss or something, too. And she like, yeah, I'm your supervisor. <laughs> and I looked at you and I said, I called it. Her little drunk ass. And everyone said. Mm. My mom said, though, that she wasn't really fucking with the woman like she was with the men. I I could see that. Well, like, it was only me and those two girls, right? You those two, yeah, the two. I did not understand that act. I didn't either. That's they know. came in with noodles and just wigs and shopping bags and flooding with the camera guy. It was just a lot. She turned around at one point and was like, "What's with the windows?" I was like, oh, yeah, bitch, wrap it up. <laughs> I kept looking at the uh, the host, like, because, you know, he had the, the phone. I'm like, you ain't going to lift your phone up because this this is not going well. No. This is not going well. And I think they, who followed Omar? Was it them? No, the chubby white dude. Wasn't it him? The redhead one? No, the I, truck driver guy. Yeah, that was a redhead one. The one was that he? Was he had a hat on. I, he had, like, this much hair on. I couldn't tell. I don't remember you, Omar. Omar was funny as shit. Omar was ready. <laughs> he, but you know what? I went and I looked on his page and then follow him. He out here like that. Like he, his his goal for like January was to do like nineteen shows, and he did it. Like he, like he, you know, he's somebody that I wouldn't mind. Like all right, I want to work closer closer with you because you you got an understanding of what you're doing. You know what I mean? You got to understand it. And like I said, he was funny as shit. Now, um, Bernie Sanders. The white guy? Yeah. He was funny to me. I found him hilarious. And then Saturday, um, when I got to the bowling alley, one of the other dudes, because he had did a show with, I don't know. So he did a show with somebody that knows the person who got me for the next for next month. Mm-hmm. And the person who connected me to them went to that show. And he's like, yo, that white dude, yo, he funny as shit. Yo, he had me cracking up. That's t- I do like that type of comedy. Like I like all types of comedy, but I do like I enjoy that type of comedy. Especially I love old people. Like old people because they something about all that gray that just I get to say what the hell I want to say and I appreciate it. You know what I mean? So I liked him. I even liked the trucker guy. I don't remember what they did though. I remember him talking about ecstasy. He was talking about some drug. Really, Pacer? <laughs> he was talking about some drug, but that's what he said. He was, um, he said somebody asked him like, "What, 
what what is what's it like to be on ecstasy or one of them drugs and he was like imagine being a dog and for four hours your owner keeps coming home or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. That I, I don't remember anything else after that. But he was pretty okay. Okay. The guy who went on before me, poor baby. Went on before you. You see exactly because you don't remember him. He was the one that was talking about the mall. The mall. Yeah, talking about Livingston Mall and there not being a Roy Rogers and Crossing Twenty Two. Exactly. And he was doing some. What is that thing that New Jersey people have? The ham and cheese or whatever sandwich. Yeah, I think Taylor he ham did. Or something. Yeah, and see the thing with that, and and, and it, it was a blessing for me to even be there because I got to actually look at someone and observe. Bombed. Yeah, not even someone bombed, but I got to observe why he bombed. In my opinion, because the first thing he said is he does comedy in New York, so you're out of your element. Mm-hmm. And so instead of having something tailored to the audience specifically, mm-hmm. you tried to relate to them by being Jersey. You know what I mean? You tried to relate to them by being on their turf. Nah, see me, if I go to a room where, and it's, it's somewhere where I'm not from, and this is not me being me doing stand up or whatever, because obviously I've only been on stage one time, but this is just me being able to, to capture the room any room, you know what I mean, and 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 have jokes and and make you know people laugh. Anytime that I don't know the the area or I'm not familiar with it, I'm going to say something funny about something that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about Rawway. That's where you're from, right? See, I can't come down Kinda. there and be like, yeah, because you know over here. Like I don't, I'm and I'm not going to. Am I from Rawway? Whatever. You, you be you, you be over there. <laughs> You be you be over there. You feel me? I'm from Newark. Oh yeah, you are. But you get what I'm trying to say, though. Like I wouldn't go and try to like talk about environmental stuff because I don't. I'm not familiar with the environment. Mm-hmm. Now, me, you know what I mean. Like one of my next bits that I that I've been working on, it mentions a highway. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna be able to take that 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 joke verbatim outside of new jersey you know what i mean if i take that joke somewhere then i'd have to okay let me see what highway i could work this on but even still it's a mention of the highway the joke is not surrounded you know what i mean like this it, it's not the center of the joke whereas with him his the center of his jokes were about jersey environment and jersey people bruh nah find something else to talk about that we can all relate to because you can't relate to it we can you know what I mean? And you talking about Livingston Mall and Roy Rogers, that shit ain't been in there in years. Some people was looking like, what the fuck is he talking Much about? Much less, I don't know shit about Livingston Mall. I'm not from this area. Exactly. <laughs> Most of those people that was in there, they was from like Patterson, they said. The librarians? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shorty for her whole job. But nah, shout out to her. That's my, my dad's friend. And that's the 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 promoter's son. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, the promoter's mother, and she sold a lot of tickets to you know at her job. Mm-hmm. So I mean, shout out to her. She she packed the room. Yes, she did. I tell her that she packed the room. Mama was hustling. She was, buddy. She was, but nah, it was it was a good experience. And like you said, I did get to see somebody bomb. And and look at God put it on before me, so I could be like, all right, let me let me turn this mood around a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was it was a 
great experience to to see. And then, you know, thank you again for recording me because I got a chance to literally sit there and watch and my show. friends and other people. You did? Naturally. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You're so funny. Uh, yeah, actually, you, you gave me the uh, opportunity to put a clip up and I put the clip up. And then some of the people who um, noticed it were people who I needed to notice it mm-hmm. um, for my long term uh goals and where i would like to be so you know i had somebody who's like oh when'd you start doing stand-up and i'm like bruh understand you're about to get me there (laughs) (laughs) i'm about to come work on your team you got to understand that all of that friendship shit that we had yeah yeah i'm about to sit on that put me up there go on i'm working on my special maybe not now give me another year so depends Oh, somebody about to get their butt whooped. Poor puppy. He be acting out. He be deserving it. It's a baby. <laughs> but yeah, so it went well. And again, thank you and your mom for coming and supporting mm-hmm. and recording. It was, it was, it felt like home. Being on that stage felt like home. Talking to my, talking my shit, telling my stories. Now I'm like, I have so many other stories I'm so excited to tell. Like, I just, oh, I wish that I could book more shows, but I just have to actually get out and network more, which is hard because it get dark at 530 and I just don't be beat unless they get dark outside. If I'm not already out, I'm not coming out. I, I can't leave the house at dark. It has, I have to be out the house before it gets dark. So, yeah. Is that a mom thing or just a you It's just thing? a me thing. In the wintertime, it's so hard for me to have a social life. Like, I really need to be out going to comedy clubs and networking and doing, you know, those type of things. But if it starts getting dark at 4 o'clock, well, bitch, my mind says at 5 o'clock it's bedtime. I need to be in my onesie, you know, watching TV comfortably. But daylight savings time is coming up. In like two weeks, so I'm fucking out here in these damn streets. Coming out of hibernation. Oh baby, I come off these vitamin D supplements. I'm out here. Okay. <laughs> 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 they got me on fucking. I gotta take a, a, a vitamin D. I gotta take was it iron supplements and a vitamin D supplement once a week. About to be out here in these streets. You have to take an iron supplement? Yeah, I got my blood is all jacked up. Well, not all jacked up, but my counts be off. I have uh, a, a, a bit of anemia mm-hmm. and then I have a thalassemia. Thalassemia? Yeah, that's what I said. But basically, the way that I, the way that I understand it, <laughs> the simplest way that I understand it is as long as I keep having kids with aunt, my kids will be fine. But anybody else, they'd have to get tested to make sure that they don't have it. Otherwise, my baby will have sickle cell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. Be like T-Boss. Yeah. So, luckily, and it was so funny when I, like, when we had to go and um, they had to test him to make sure so that, you know, AJ didn't have any symptoms or anything like that. Because he don't like needles. So he just was, oh, 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 my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And the lady that was taking his blood, she was a little short Indian lady. She was just the shortest of the short. And she, sit down, sit down. And I'm just like, manhandle his big ass, little punk ass. But, yeah, so um, I got, during the wintertime, I have to take more 
iron and all of that vitamin D and stuff like that and other thing. Well, I don't I don't think other things. They want me to see a hemo hemoglobin whatever. Hemoglobin? Yeah, hemo hemo the doctor for that stuff. The blood doctor. Yeah. So and you talk to my mom, she be like, It's a European disorder. Mommy, no, it's not. We're not even white. I did the tree. We black. We just light skin. You did the tree and there's no white people in it? Well, as far back as I could go, like, cause what happened was they've been telling uh that my grandfather was white or European or something of that sort. But when I went back and started looking into his side, they all black. They just light skin. Oh. So they was passing. I mean, maybe not, you know, on some like, oh, let's just tell everybody that we white. But just like misinformation. Like, I hate to say it, but like that misinformation shit is real. Once you've been told something for so long and you don't fact check it, you really start to believe it. And then when you when you're told otherwise, you're like, mm, you sure? Hmm. Kind of like that whole, well, I'm not going to say that, but because I was going to say, like, you know, Elizabeth Warren, her little Native American self, but because she said that's how she described it. She was like, well, I was told that over the years and all since I was little. So I just assumed I just thought, you know, I'm pretty sure if I do like my 23 and me or something like that, it will come back and I'll see, you know, deeper into it or whatever. But. I don't know about that, because once you do that, you kind of sign over your uh, DNA to whatever. I mean, but don't you, for certain things, have to still get your fingerprints and all that? I don't I have mean... fingerprints. I burnt them off. Okay. It's like, <laughs> I wish I would go to shake somebody's hand, and they'd be like, what the fuck is that on your thumb? And now she's looking at a fingerprint. Yeah, no. No, I burnt my hand early on some steam. That shit hurt. You was steaming something? Yeah, broccoli. Look at you all fancy and healthy. <laughs> I'm trying. I got sweet potatoes waiting for me at home. Oh, I love sweet potatoes. Yeah, I forgot to put sugar in it. I mean, you know, everybody makes mistakes. You just add a little sprinkle. Mm-hmm. It's hopefully brown sugar works because mm. I don't have that cracked sugar. I love me some sweet. Oh, baby. When I lived in Georgia, I used to make sweet potatoes and collard greens as a snack. As a snack. As a snack. Because we, like, we didn't live too far from the farmer's market, so I was getting fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, all of that shit. Ooh, baby. Used to come home, clean my greens, bust them down, and I used to, like, section them, you know what I mean, um, section them off and then freeze them so that I just, all right, this, I know that this is enough for me for today. Make this, my sweet potato. Listen, I miss Georgia. She's a southern mm. woman. For a little minute, yeah, buddy. I was I was okay with that. Eating real good. Alright, but anyways. Is it how was your week? We talked about all of my shit. Um so uneventful. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm always the boring friend. Oh, I signed the lease. You're moving? Yeah. With or without mom? Without. <gasps> You are so excited for some reason. No, I'm shocked. Why? I don't know. I just felt like you guys were a good tag team. Again, our situation since I started working was roommates, so... Exactly. Good tag team. I find it so weird, the timing of that bell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so weird. The universe knows. Yeah, but she and I need to be alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I understand. I love my mom so much more when I don't live with her. 
I don't know what love is, so we're not even going to go. Oh, here you go. No. (sighs) Me, I feel like it's too rooted in financial dependency, or at least it was for it to be any kind of love that makes sense. Your dependency upon her or hers upon you? Well, maybe her more than me at this point in my life, but Mm -hmm. still, growing up, it was me depending on her. So, you don't feel like... You don't feel like there's genuine... No. At all? I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I need to understand... What is it? Between dating or having a child, I need to... Through those two methods to see if it's just I don't love people or is it just my well, relationship with her is Please don't to, have a child to see if you I'm don't love so, people. Hold up and think. <laughs> Technically, you have a godchild, but at the same time, that godchild is far away in Chicago. Yeah, but no, don't, don't, don't go out there having no children no, to, to test your theory. <laughs> Should just be like, so, yeah, I don't really fuck with this little nigga like I thought I would. You want him? <laughs> I don't know who want to pay child support. <laughs> Yo, wait, just sidebar. I seen somebody had a post. It was dude. Dude had the kid and was like hitting the baby mother up or whatever, and she wasn't responding. And she had posted a picture and he tweeted her. He was like, "Yo, you up here showing off your freckles, but I'm I'm calling you blowing up blowing your phone up. Our son is in the hospital." And she put, um, he's like, "You up here taking pictures of your freckles, blah, blah blah." She was like, "Correction, I don't have a son on the weekends." No, she said, "I don't have kids on the weekends." I don't know how to process that. That is... I don't think I would let somebody like that be around my child at all. Because if something happens while I'm not with you, and you you don't care at all, you don't give a fuck. Hmm, I'm good. Might as well raise my damn self then. Drop me off at the firehouse, please. (laughs) Single parenthood. Listen, but bitches really be like that, though. Bitches really be ain't shit like that. That's a whole... You don't really hear about that a lot, though. Baby! Well, not in my circles, anyway. You said you just sat with my son. He's a lovely child. Thank thank you, Shonda. I know. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> that, that's me right there. He's so much like a bigger AJ. Like, when he was rocking back and forth and talking about Star Wars, I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twins. Yep. Yep. That, that's my work right there. He don't look like me, though, because that's not my biological child. But guess what? I ain't letting nobody, nobody decide when they want to be a parent. Nah, I got this. Don't sit down. Don't. We don't we'll see you when we see you. Graduation? No, we only get two tickets. You can't come. Oh. The fuck? Hmm. Hmm. Y'all can't see me right now, but I'm giving that hmm look. Yes, yeah. Yes. You, there, there's some females that out there that yeah, you like you said, we don't hear about it often. They they like to keep the light on the niggas that ain't doing much, but there is a lot of women out here that ain't at all. I just find it surprising after nine months pushing it out and all that. Yo, oh like bruh, it's it's that's work. Being pregnant was uncomfortable. It's only cute the first it's not really cute at all. Like internally for the mm-hmm. for the person who is pregnant. You know what I mean? Like the the first couple of weeks, you sit. Your body is trying to adjust to what's going on. Then after you adjust, then you start getting big. 
Then after you get big, the motherfucker start moving. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's 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 uncomfortable. Then once he get too big in the motherfucker, now you gotta go and you know have these hurtful pains and push them. No, it's too much, man. So I like you said, I don't understand. You spent nine months pregnant. You know what I mean? Just for you to have the baby and decide, nah, I ain't even gonna do this shit. This ain't even. I'm gonna just do this sometimes. Nah, bro. Mm mm. That puppy is so and He sad. just got his treat, so he's on the other side of this wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spot for when he gets a snack. But yeah, there's women out there that, that ain't shit. But we could say, we could have a whole conversation on that a different day. Mm, Mother's Day. <laughs> the Mother's Day special. <laughs> I mean. See, I'll be, be wanting to talk more about it, but it's like I don't be wanting to. My, my thought is that I, I never wanted to paint her out to be a certain way. Mm hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, bro, I'm not even the artist here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't, I, I, I'm i not trying to paint you out to be evil. But if I tell the truth on, you know what I mean, on, on what it is, it's just like. It might have to be like my mom handled my dad. Where it's just like, you're going to have to discover who he is to me. And you know what? I had like, I that's how it was. That's how it was. And it was just like, I've never had a deadbeat parent. You know what I mean? My parents, they weren't together, but then one of them was deadbeat. My mother, me and her had our issues. You know what I mean? We had our beefs or whatever. How we define deadbeat? Deadbeat. Just not present. Period. Okay. And I, when I say not present, I don't mean just, you know, okay, I pay child support. Not child support. I, I hate that shit, y'all. I can't. Ooh, ooh, sour on that. Because it's like, yes, you pay child support. But that don't entitle you to anything. The state made you pay. Yeah, like you you being forced to pay. And it ain't much. Exactly. Exactly. You 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 ain't giving up a great deal. It's not like, you know what I mean, you taking care of households with what you paying in child it's support. Even minimum wage. Exactly. Exactly. Seriously. And you get these oh well, I pay my child support. I am a parent. Okay, so your name on a birth certificate. What 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 type of medicine do he like when he cough? You know what I mean. Like when he not feeling well, how how what what comforts him? What's his favorite games? You feel what I'm saying like little things. What food does he dislike? You know what I mean. Like do you know these things? If you don't, then you can't sit there and say I am a parent. Nah, you're a bio. You're a biological parent. A sperm donor. An egg donor. That too. But those are so much more expensive, but hmm. separate thing. But it just uh, like when when it comes to the kids and like just being there for them, like I don't like that. They not options. Period. If you lay down with somebody and you bring a child into this world, they are not an option. And they should not be treated like one or feel like one ever. And that's like I don't play. I every time I think about it, I just think about him getting excited. I picked him up from school when he was like five. I'm like, yo, it was me and my homeboy, James. I'm like, yeah, we about to go to the park. We about to go to the big park that he loved. I'm like, you want to go? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stopped like, oh, no, 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 because my mom's supposed to be coming later. I'm like, all right, cool. Four o'clock come around. He looking at the time. Nothing. Five o'clock come around. Still nothing. Finally, like, I, I'm like, yeah, we should have just went to the park. She start calling. He had a... Uh, was it a tablet? I think he had a tablet or a phone. So she started calling his personal, 
his personal connect or whatever. I'm like, yo, man, your phone ringing. He came out the room. He looked at the phone, seen her name, and walked back. Damn. My baby was hurt. So like you said, they see it for themselves. So it's like when she calling, you know, it's a, a bunch of promises you're going to do and stuff. When when that happens, it's just like, I hear you. Yeah, you know I mean, I hear you. But, oosah. Mm. I guess so. That that is a touchy topic for me, but because I was there, like I've been there mm-hmm. since before I had AJ. Like I've been there since Amir was a baby, baby. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? So when I say like I raised him, like I legit raised him. Everything, like all his first, outside of like his first steps, his first steps and maybe like his first words, but everything else outside of that, all me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that that. Once I had AJ and I went through the whole motion of being pregnant and then, you know what I mean, actually looking at something that I created, it was like a a disbelief toward, toward his bio. Like, yo, what's wrong with you? Because, like, I know how great he is. And this is before I even experienced, you know, what really, you know, labeling myself as a mother is. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like when I had AJ, I'm like... Yo, you crazy. This is this is dope. Why wouldn't you want to do this? I always had that question when you know as he was, you know, coming up or whatever, but once I had AJ, I'm like, yo, nah, like you you really gotta like bring it bring bring it for real. And up until then, like I had been trying to encourage her to be better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was, but it just it felt like because especially once I had AJ, it was just like yo, as a mother, I don't want to like I couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me just you know try to, and it just stop. I stopped one day like yo, why I keep trying to help her be a better parent and she just don't seem to want to be right now. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And me wanting her to be a better one and and putting hope into that is taken away from the energy of me giving it to him to bring him up to 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 understand that okay i am loved regardless of who's here and who's not you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so like i said this could be a whole and mm. we have a mother's day thing coming up yeah we're gonna have to do that on mother's day because like it just mm, whew, my spirit my spirit because when he had his kindergarten graduation, it was like, oh, I'm supposed to be there. And it was like a mother-daughter, a mother-son dance that we went to. Oh, uh, it was the cutest. Because I wore, like, um, I forgot. His father, him and his father is in an anime shit. So his father got me some shirt that has one of the characters of somebody on it that he fucked with. Mm-hmm. So I wore it to the school. So, because me, we so extra. Like, I, we we had on sneakers. He 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 looked a little more presentable than me, but I wore the little character shirt. Mm-hmm. And so all his friends was like, oh, your mom's so cool. Your mom's so cool. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's how, like I, I'm that type of parent. You feel what I'm saying? But when she found out, she's like, oh, I'm supposed to be going to things like that. You should tell me. And it was just like, a, you live three hours away from us right now. Mm-hmm. And this is outside of Jersey. Like, we all moved away from Jersey. So it's like, you live close to us enough for you to be here for these things. But you always make an excuse as to why you can't. So why should you benefit from the hard work that I've been putting in? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With the graduation, there's only two tickets. Oh, well, I should get one of the tickets. Why? Why? So that you can see the work that I've done? Because don't get me wrong. I love my man and everything, but he's the provider. You know what I mean? His thing is financial. Me, I'm the nurturer. I'm the one that's putting in the morals and the values. 
You feel what I'm saying? So when you when you talk to him and he knows how to speak back to you correctly, that's me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When 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 he knows how to address you or he knows how to follow direction, that's me. That's what I taught him. So why do you feel like you should sit where I'm sitting, watching my baby do his Michael Jackson performance and motherfucking killing it? <laughs> why do you think you deserve that? I tried to get you to deserve that years ago, but you kept putting him on the back burner. My baby ain't no back burner, bitch. My baby is a front runner. Put him up there. Mm-hmm. Usa, don't get me. Mm. Let's clear this air over here of that energy that's radiating out of me. Okay. Emotions. <laughs> Somebody asked me, uh, do we plan on doing video for this? They said, you need to do video for I've anything. been writing. I um, sent you a text saying, at least do a... You, you do the live stream on the Instagram. Why do I put things in there? I'm getting old. I'm putting that instead of everything. Anyway. I'll put those on all the social medias because, baby, the Nintendo I need to social. let people know that while, yes, I'm, I'm, I know about it, I'm still old. Like, I'm still mature. So up on the Facebooks and on the grams. I just, the gram I just do the sweet. Yeah. I don't have time. I know you don't. I, I don't you even don't. like them. I know you don't. I know. I know you don't. You don't be no. up there scrolling. I did see you leave a comment on my article, though. I liked your article. Did you? Yes. You feel like I hit it? I hit the points that I needed to hit? Yes. Appreciate that. I mean, I... Because, again, we're like, what, nine episodes in now? Mm-hmm. The point- and uh, almost all of our episodes is over, like, 110, 120. Except, except for, like, two? Yeah, one of the earlier ones and then yeah. the recent one. Well, the recent one be yeah. fine. Like, by the end of the week, probably. Right. Uh, lost train of thought. We was talking about, um, I asked about my article. I liked your article. Because the main thing is with this whole for lack of a better way of putting a trans thing, which reminds me that's going to be part of the quote of the mm. episode, mm. but that sidebar. What I appreciate is the idea of your children are going to go through things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a minor thing where... They... Don't jump back at me. <laughs> Sometimes it's a minor thing like they want to be a baseball player today, they want to be a penis tomorrow. In terms of being a girl or boy, there's so many factors that go into mm-hmm. that. Like, I finally got to watch a bit of AJ and the Queen. Mm. And when it comes to AJ, the idea is boys get so much more privileged. Why would you want to be a girl? Yeah. And then when it comes... When he says AJ, he's referring to the show, not my daughter AJ. Yes. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Pause. Scott. <laughs> he's definitely like he's done with this case. Who do you think you are? By the way, is his, is his name Panzer? Pinsen? Pacer. Pacer. Think of the football team. Or is that the basketball team? This guy, he want to be down so bad. It's not, it, it's not like he want to come in here to like just harass you. He literally just wants to come in and lay down so he could be next to us. Oh, he's like AJ. Yeah, it, just like AJ, literally. Y'all should have seen AJ was just playing a thing. She would be on her mom and then she's like, okay, I'm going back to this. Then she's like, I need a little bit more love again. And then she went back to the thing. That so happened? Adorable. That's sad. I don't even be noticing. I feel like I seen the top of her head at some point, but I didn't know what was going on. Well, was, you explained earlier on that's how she is. Yeah, no, that's definitely because I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I just, you know. Mm. I like being close. Like, if I, like, with my sister, 
especially she stop fucking touching me like i'll just sit there and i'll just be like this or i'll find a soft spot on her arm and i'll just keep running She's like get the fuck off of me and i'm like what it's comforting like i don't even notice it but yeah he's the same way but you you caught a clip of aj and the queen mm-hmm. and you understand why uh aj wants to pass for a boy because it's so yeah, it is it is the privilege is there it's less questioning mm-hmm. you know what i mean you don't have to worry about people feeling like you're too dainty to get shit done and then when you factor in her mother and her relationship with dad it's mm-hmm. like why would you want to be a woman you see all these men coming treating to... your mother like a piece of beef bologna if that's a thing i would assume i just felt like that would be a good analogy in reference to beating up the meats of the like when you're making meatballs just all up in there i mean yeah yeah or meatloaf yeah yeah once you add the egg and gotta mix that bitch in (laughs) 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 but yeah like just like you said so i like there's factors Mm -hmm. that come into it but i think you had another thought that you were leading on with the whole trans idea and that whole concept is, like Flamerill says, when you're at that age, you're still exploring what it means to you to be a son gender. And it's not like how it used to be where there's such strict rules when it comes to being a boy or girl. Yeah. Now it's like, do what you please. Exactly. And not only that, you have examples now. Exactly. With YouTube, Netflix, everything. You everything have is right there. Such a, the binary. A is community just, for community. whatever it is that you feel. Even if it's not in the physical, you can at least say that person. Hand me that Carmex over there. Carmex. Yes, baby. You have a somebody that can see that's somebody I can look up to. Mm-hmm. Which even for us, which we'll talk about and getting in depth with it, mm-hmm. it's like as a black person back in the day, you did not have a whole lot of options. Not at all. I grew up in Newark, but I did not see myself in rappers and all other people around mm-hmm. me. So it's like, who the fuck do, do I, I see? Exactly. Because there wasn't these skateboarders like Wiz Khalifa and all mm-hmm. that when I was growing up. It was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Either you was into white shit or you was into hood nigga shit. And that was it. There was no in between. And you better not get caught trying to be in between. You know what I mean? It just, it wasn't. But like, like you said, now there's so many examples. There's so much. And the thing is. I feel like, okay, so y'all, the article basically was my response to the reactions um, of society versus the Wades uh, in the whole idea of, what was his his name, Zion? Zion? I'm not sure. Whatever, becoming Zaya or Zaya. I think it's Zaya now. But... I pretty much got tired of seeing everybody talking, oh, don't cut off the dick. Don't cut off. Like, nobody said that. And, oh, but you you talking about something. You want to encourage him to do whatever. Let me tell y'all something. There is something. There is many things that are way worse than being a part of the LGBT community. Like, there's there's so, like, bro, I would much rather my child come home and be like, mommy, I'm gay, than her come home and say, mommy, I'm an addict. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. My thought is this. As long as you are successful, as long as you can support yourself, that's that's my concern. So outside of that, I'm, I'm going to help where I can. But I know that my what I think and what I feel and what I believe, it should not have a bearing on her when it comes to how she feels. Plus, when you try to block someone from doing something, you they just do, reinforce yeah, it. They, they doing more. They want to they search more. And plus, who am I? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, granted, I've had my experiences with women, so it's like, okay, I I, I can't judge you. But even if I hadn't, 
Who am I to tell you that you are wrong or that this is wrong? If 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 you kissing that girl over there is going to make you happy, you know, and you old enough to be kissing because I don't care, male, female, whomever. I don't care if you date a gender nonconforming person, but you ain't dating until a certain age. You feel what I'm saying? What's the age? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I say 16. Sometimes I say 25. <laughs> oh, that's a parent's age. I got you. <laughs> but the, the, the point of it all is that who you get down with, it doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many other things in the world that you can be that is more concerning for me. Case in point, unhappy, depressed. You know what I mean? Those things are more concerning for me than you being gay or you not wanting to conform to a, a gender identity or you wanting to be trans. You know what I mean? Straight up. Like, I die. My thing is, though, you're renting the body that you're in. If I'm your parent, you are renting that body until you turn 18 because I am responsible for you. So if you make a decision or you say, okay, I want to I wanna be trans and, and, and turn into a, a boy or something or mm -hmm. a girl or something, you know what I mean? And I say, okay, fine, go ahead and do that. And you're not 18. And then by the time you're 18, you decide, wait, why, I don't want to do this no more. Now that falls back on me. Why, why did you let me do that? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not taking responsibility for your decisions. So you don't make no decisions until you are old enough to take responsibility for them yourself. And that's that. Everything else I could care less about. On a slightly ignorant note, do you think as a parent you should have the right to, to name your child if they transition? <clears throat> Why did you ask me? <laughs> you mean me? Me? Because I'm, I'm ignorant. Like I'll I, I be like, you know, come on just call me you know, James now. It's just like James. That's the name you're going with? James? Nigga, no, no. James ain't going to work. You need something special. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. in that manner. But it, is it a right to? Nah, no. It's not. As long as you don't choose a name that is of a person that I really can't stand or something, then I don't care. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not my business. As long as you do all of this shit at 18 or over, it's not my business. So it's like, who? I'm not going to tell you, no, you can't do that. Nah, you can do whatever you want. You legal. I'm just not paying for it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, if you can fund it, have fun with it. <laughs> wonder how would you fund it, though? Especially not since... my business. <laughs> no, but seeing a larger thing, since it's, they striked it off from being a mental disorder, they mm -hmm. striked it off from being body dysmorphia, that means insurance does not have to touch that. Mm. So it's just a price, yes. Whatever, so it's just whatever. cosmetic. I guess, yeah. Yeah, mentally you feel like your whole mentally you see yourself as some one way and physically another, and it seems like mm. too much technicalities. Yeah, but my my whole thing is eighteen. You turn eighteen, do what you want. Like there's nothing that I can really say. You know what I mean? Like just know I'm not funding it. I'll be there for you throughout the whole thing. Hold your hand. Be there when you go into surgery, when you come out of surgery, whatever it, whatever is needed. I will be there and support you. Mm -hmm. But I ain't paying for it. But that's not 
It's not because, oh, you got a problem with it. Nah, bitch, I'm just cheap. I'm just not paying for it. That girl's a good... Well, for a boy to girl, it's like 20000 or more because mm. it's much more complicated. With the, yeah. And then and peeling then back. Pulling it up. And, but, yeah, like, I, that, the prices that don't matter, like, that's not my business because I ain't changing me. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's not something that I need to be concerned about. But if, if a child comes to you and says that this is how I feel or, you know, this is what's going on with me bruh it's not the end of the world you feel what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. my biggest thing it's not the end of the, there are so many other things like and one the one line that really stuck out to me is i love you sounds so different it don't hit the same when you find out that it's conditional as a parent we pride ourselves on con- unconditionally loving our children mm-hmm. oh i love you to the moon and back Oh, I love you so much. Oh, I love you more than I love myself. Oh, I love you. But now that I'm telling you that I'm gay or that I like somebody who's the same sex as me or who I want to, I feel like I'm more feminine than I should be. Now it's, uh, I love you up till here. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that? Why is there a condition? You know what I mean? There's so many other things that you could be in this world that are way worse than being a part of the LGBT community. Bruh, I, 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 t- listen. When you think long term, okay, so say, for example, I, I have a kid, my kid comes up to me, mom, gay. Okay. I'd much rather you say, mom, I'm gay and still go on to be a successful functioning adult than for you to come home and say, mom, I'm addicted to coke. Because now I got to battle and fight with you to get this addiction out of Addiction is something serious. You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's, that's a, a long term detriment. You know what I mean, that's not something easy to kick. Now you not working, you stealing, you you ten pounds, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. out here looking all kinds of crazy in these streets, and 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 I'm sitting here like, dang, I got the better end of the stick because it's addiction and not homosexuality. Rehab is expensive. <clears throat> like that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I've seen so many successful people in the trans community, so many successful people as gay, straight, or excuse me, gay, bi whatever lesbian all of that like there's that that does not take away from where you can go in life in regard to finding success or owning a business or you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there are ways that you can still have a functioning and happy life so who am i to sit here and tell you that, that 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 you're not entitled to that you can't do that you have a right to live your life the way that you please after you're 18. (laughs) but at the same time like as a parent your biggest thing is to make sure that your child is happy and safe those two things happy and safe so with that said let's get into the good doctor yeah oh wait which episode are we going up to are we talking about the, the most recent one up until yesterday you can if you wish you didn't watch it did you i did watch yesterday oh man i watched it this morning a bitch was crying i'm sitting there like you i just know crying? yeah i should have hear it because like all right you want to give them the synopsis of what's been going on uh <laughs> so many spoilers no we spoiling all of that it's a spoiling show Long story short. We here short. to talk about it. I done gave you what? An hour of me bullshitting? Yeah, 50 minutes. Damn, my bad, y'all. <laughs> it's called a warm-up. Yeah, well, shit, I done stretched y'all motherfuckers all the way out. <laughs> so, long story short, Carly, who's 
insecurities reached a high point mm-hmm. for reasons that we don't get to know because <laughs> Carly is just the midway point. She's just a bridge to troubled waters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trouble in the show my heart. Okay. Whose friends were never met, whose family were never met. Not even the sister she talks about, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Never mind Carly because apparently she... She I, on her way out. They I'm up. just mad. I felt invested in her ass. You mad about the breakup? I honestly don't care about the breakup mm-hmm. because Sean pretty much made you not care about the breakup. I'm okay. I With this show, I feel like everybody pushes Sean to feel something so much that he that gets in his head and yeah. then he feels it. Otherwise, Sean really don't give no fucks. I, I definitely agree. Like when they kept saying, oh, you're hurt about Carly. And he's like, I'm not hurt about Carly. I'm okay. And it's just like, fam. He's not showing signs of like, I mean, granted, yeah, he was kind of manic on that, on that autopsy. That's because he lost the patient. Exactly. It doesn't happen exactly. on this show too often. Exactly. If I do bad at something, I want to pick it apart to see why I did bad. That's normal. That's human nature. I mean, you could also say the whole mother situation, but I don't think we're touching his parent issues no more. I don't. F- I feel like this this last episode and him going manic over that autopsy. I really feel like it just was about failure. I don't feel like it was emotionally charged. I really just feel like it was about failure and 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 needing to feel perfected. Like, well, it could be because he failed in a relationship. He cannot fail at work. Mm, why did? Now, I think I might have like dozed off when they broke up or may- did I skip that episode entirely? Because I don't recall seeing the part where the breakup took place. I just know that when I started watching this episode, the I knew it on a rock. The breakup was Carly saw Leah and Sean do Super Bass by Nicki Minaj mm. and she saw how free he can be with her, but with, with Leah that is, but with Carly... There's always steps. There's always lessons. Okay, because when she said, she kept saying, like, I know what I saw. So maybe I skipped that episode. Maybe I thought I watched it. But either way, I'm um, I'm on a, the more recent episode. But I get it. I understand where Carly's coming from. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see when you see how, like you said, how free you're able to be with somebody else. And then you're like, damn, well, well I don't get that. You know what I mean? Why is it so hard and so calculated for you to do that with me? I get it. But at the same time, it's kind of like he can't be everything to you. He cannot give you his all. He has to have people outside of you. And that's not even an autistic thing. That's just period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just period in life. And and I said last time, I think it's about the obligation. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when I used to be around my best friend, I'd feel it was easier for me to go and just be around him because there wasn't an obligation i don't have to you know do this or this doesn't have to be done by this time and there wasn't like that family like with my man sometimes i'm like bro i know i ain't even do what he asked me to do so i don't even want to go over there because i don't feel like hearing his mouth mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and that's that's normal you know what i mean that's normal in a relationship but when you get around certain people sometimes you want to be around not even you want to be but when you get around people where that obligation isn't there mm-hmm. you're able to be more comfortable and more free. You know what I mean? But I get where Carly's coming from. When you see something like that on the opposite side, you're like, bitch, you over here fucking having to warm up to jump into this punani, and then all of a sudden you jumping up on stage. Yeah, 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 super bass, boom, 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 boom. Nah, bitch, get down and boom, boom, boom over here. <laughs> I can do that shit too. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I didn't. I understand the breakup though. 
I do. I feel like you're happy know. about the breakup. Cause they don't invest in Carly. <laughs> I don't. I just feel like you didn't like her. <laughs> no, I no. What I hate is with this fucking diversity thing they try to do. They bring somebody black. They bring somebody Hispanic, and they don't do shit with them. They mm. are skin tone. Mm. You don't go into their culture. You don't mm. go into their background. Mm. They are just half the time a fucking love. I feel interest. like the ether beat needs to be playing behind this. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause that's all Carly was. We find out she has an autistic sister. Where the fuck is she? True. We she talk about all these. Yes, yeah, Sean sure, don't want to meet them, but damn, let's see what Carly comes from. True. Who is she outside of this man and outside, outside of, of the one? hospital? The fact that she's a magic pathology, we didn't find that out till last night's episode. I was about to say that too. Like I didn't even know she was like. I think he, I wanted to say he she was something up there, like chief or something. She's super high up there. I thought she was just a I regular because somebody somebody just got put in your department. You ain't gonna say shit. That's it. <laughs> like yo, he was like, you're the such and such. I'm like, she is. Hmm. Okay. Well then. And that's my issue. You put somebody black in it. Well, we'll assume she's it's, black. She could be. Yeah. Who knows what? How the do you call pattern, it ambiguous? The curl pattern confuses me. Well, yeah. They put someone with some tint. Mm-hmm. They put someone with some tint in front of us. And you push this idea that I just... My issue is when it comes to black folk, I get very... What's the best way to put it? I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of TV shows. Mm -hmm. Black people, because of this whole diversity thing, lost their ability to tell their own stories. Mm. You don't see this. You don't see black shows come up anymore. You're always one of many. And half the time, they get to be the best. They get to be the top minority, but they're not the minority to explode into. Mm. Like... For example, Grownish, oh. which I know you don't watch. I do free- watch Grownish. You said you don't watch Freeform. I watch everything blackish related. Okay. I am so, a blackish fanatic. So let's do look- you understand me? Okay. I watch Mixish too. Come for me. Kenya Barish is the homie. He has a new show on Netflix sooner or later. Anyway. That's the name of it, or it's coming out sooner or later? No, no I think out you soon. told me about it too, didn't you? Yeah, about the whole light skin controversy. This was like mm. two to three episodes back. Yeah, I love how we back reference. <laughs> I still like Kenya Barris. I I stand for Blackish. <sighs> but that's the thing. Look at Blackish, then look at Grownish. Okay. Blackish is a black experience in different forms. Mm-hmm. You go to Grownish, that gets completely wiped out. Even Anna because being Grown- conservative, Republican, Hispanic, Cuban, whatever, you they don't really touch, touch on that. It. But you know what? I feel like with Grownish. It's not about the black experience. It's about the college experience. And we probably, well, I didn't even want to say we, but it might be perceived as, or, or, you know, how can I say this? Coming off of blackish, which is a show about the black experience and then breaking off into grownish, you would automatically assume, okay, this is about the black experience her black experience going to college type thing. At a predominantly white university. Which we kind of get with Sky and what's her name. But it's not. It's more so her experience as a college student. Not as a black college student. I mean, they throw that in there every now and then. But the focus, I, for me, I feel like the focus is more on being a college student. Mm-hmm. And then you get episodes like the one where the the bougie... Homeboy, I don't know his name, but I want to say he's the one who kind of looks like he's Lenny Kravitz's lost son. No, that's Luca. Um, 
the one who I don't want to say he's like Indian one. or oh, the one whose parents were the taxi drivers. I don't know. This nigga got mad money. The drug dealer. Yeah, him. Yeah, him. So where was I going with this? Now I had to make. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the drug dealer. Da, 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 da. Oh, him being too black. Did yeah, you see that episode? I saw that episode. So you know they 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 dabble into it, but I don't think black is the main focus on the show. You know what I mean? Vivek. Yeah, Vivek. So I don't think being black and the black experience is the main focus on Grownish. But I, I do feel like I do agree with you on them going exploring further into the backstories because when they first introduced the girl, she was conservative and all of that, but. You don't really hear much about it anymore. No, occasionally they remind you. Yeah, like when she's but... having a little thing with Aaron, but outside of that. But at the same time, I think like a lot of people when it comes to Gronish, I thought too much different world. And that mm. fucked me up from the beginning. And then too, you, with that conservative thing, sometimes maybe they don't want to dive too deep in that because they don't want the character to become. Like they want to show, okay, yeah, people can have different views, but it's not consuming them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like you like, could you could still be friends with somebody who is a Republican, but then you also get to see that the Republicanness or whateverness isn't all that they are. If hence that makes premarital sense. sex, hence her drinking like she does. She be fucked up, she and she be fucking. She be time. fucking and fucked up. She be out here in these sheets. Yeah, multiple people she calls Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do. I I do watch Cronus. I don't freeform. I don't watch freeform now. Mm-hmm. Like on some like freeform because to me it's still what was it before that? ABC was, Family. ABC Family, and before that it was something different. Uh, might have been Fox Family. No, it wasn't. It wasn't named after a network. It was something different, if I'm not mistaken. But I've always watch that because that's where some of my good like little teenage girl shows will come on teenage girl shows. you know i can't watch it in, in, in front of people they fuck up my thug my thug credit. yeah it was fox family before it was abc family. what was it before then before that it was cbn family <laughs> it's always been a family cbn that. that's when i used to watch it wait what year was that cbn what year did it change the fox family 1998 so yeah cbn Goodness gracious. Yeah, this I, I've been on that. So yeah. Because I used to watch a lot of TV back then. I, I was I did a lot of by myself stuff after school. Oh, by my. That makes me think of. <laughs> do you remember Under Wraps on Disney? The Mommy? Mm-hmm. With the three white kids who discovered them? Sounds. The, the name sounds familiar. What you're describing does not sound familiar. It what was, year are we talking? This is definitely 90s. Let me pull up Under Wraps. Because I remember that movie. Every time somebody talks about being about themselves, that movie plays in my head. A 1997 Disney Channel original movie. You don't remember The Mummy? Oh, you said The Mummy. I thought you said The Mommy. No, no, no. Terrible, bro. Well, my pronunciation is terrible. Uh, well, like my life handwriting. Happens. Life happens. Mm. Who needs handwriting when there's computers and text? I work for government. Everything's paper. God mm. help me. Well, I got these good old uh, script penmanship books if you'd like. My <laughs> boss said she was going to buy me those. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't care. <gasps> All right. So where were we? 
So, Sean and his situation. You should probably bring up the recording screen just in case we freeze again. We don't need it. only freezes at the end. Yeah, but we don't need that. We don't need that worry. That (laughs) That stress. That was stressful. We had three hours. It paused. But luckily, autosave is a blessing. Thank God. Because we was like, wait, did we just really? All right. So, where were we? Uh, Claire and Dr. Melendez. So this whole game of I'm the one that snitched got on my nerves. It did. It definitely did. It definitely did. But it was apparent that, well, for some reason, I never really doubted that the white girl snitched. A part of me dead ass feels that Morgan has feelings for Claire. I agree. I agree. Because just remember when her mom died and she was yep, laying on her shoulder all, like that? Uh-huh. I know women have a different relationship than men do. Right. But, but you that could, was. You could see Spark. Like, the, you could see, when it's undeniable, you could see Spark. There was Spark. And she's the jealous type, too. She is. She is. So, it, it, it's, and she probably was just over it completely. Like, dang, you fucking him and getting privileges? Oh, nah. You can't have both. <laughs> he can't have pussy. And you Like, it's too much of a double win. Nah, nah. Somebody got to come up off that horse. Mm-mm. Not only- you fuck him and give me the privileges and then we're even. Not only that, you got to also factor in what little we know of Morgan's relationship history, mm. cheated on her fiance. Mm. The last guy that liked her died. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> so when it comes to Morgan, it's like the only affection she has in her life is from Claire. Mm-hmm. That's true. And she and like most of the doctors, she ain't got no fucking friends. I mean, yeah, because you're there all the time. I mean, and fucking Alex. I, I want him to get written off so badly. Who? Alex Park, the Asian doctor. The former detective. Why do you want him to get written off? Because it's clear they have like no path forward besides him being an asshole. That's why his wife and child got written off. Mm. Haven't seen them niggas in a long time, have we? They it's moved true. their asses back to Arizona. They say, yeah, we can't do this with you. And, and that's, that's another situation where the actual wife was his acting partner. Really? Yeah, just like Dr. Glassman. Oh, yeah, you did say Debbie's that. gone for now. Mm. Yeah, well, see, we critique this damn show so much. And you got so many damn feelings about this show. But I get it. Because, like, I don't, when I watch it, I don't watch it that deeply. So when you come and you say, like, well, what about this? I'm like, damn, I forgot all about it. Like, I guess I watch this like an average person. Like, I watch damn. some shows like that, too. And then somebody comes up in my comment section. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to drop this show. Because mm. apparently I'm not serious enough about yeah, this. You feel me? Like, but no, I, I do enjoy I do enjoy it. The show is just when you start bringing it, it's like, dang, you're right. They don't really go into more of other people's stuff. But at the same when time. When they do, it usually flops. Yeah. And they, and they end it quickly. Yeah. Cause Claire's like, mother, we saw her for a good few episodes, disappeared completely. Came back a few episodes, yeah. disappeared, but then could, killed her could off. It be, could it be the writing? Could they, they, they not have good storytelling people to kind of. My this, issue is I re- I try not to blame writers because I'm trying to imagine myself trying to write 18 to 24 episodes, getting a few months off and having to go right back into it and have good storylines. So if you going. don't blame the writers for the story, who do you blame? You always got to. I blame the creator because you set the foundation for this shit. Well, see, I guess I don't know how much control is, you know, like where the control lies. So we don't know if the network is giving notes or not. I mean, if so, say a person creates it, is the creator still working on the show or was it created and sold? And then when it was created, 
was it just an outline of like this is what the show should be about or was it an outline of this is what the show should be about and this is where i see it going you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because if that's the case if the creator is here at the top and they say okay this is where i this is the show this is the idea that i have the showrunner is probably the better way to put it the showrunner's issue okay Plus, also, as I will say many times over the course of this podcast, I do not think these people need to have shows that last past three seasons. You think that three is good for all shows? Yes, do the same way like a movie. You got a beginning, a middle, and an end. I guess, but I get so attached. 24 episodes. <laughs> I get really attached. <laughs> 24 episodes, they're like 45 minutes each. Mm-hmm. That is more than the Mar- That's like Marvel Universe size amount of time length. Mm-hmm. True. And yet they don't move that much over the course of three seasons. That's true. And That's at this true. point, we just now find out, oh, Dr. Lim has a relationship with her mother. But you know what, too? <laughs> what it also could be people like me and like my sister who watch shows like um, like Grey's Anatomy where it's, yeah, it could be a middle and an end, um, you know, beginning, middle, and end. But at the same time, we watch for that daily drama. You know what I mean? Like we 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 not that escapism. Yeah, we're not watching necessarily for an overall arc. We're watching for okay. Like I enjoy seeing a little bit of blood and seeing them talk about you know medical stuff and solve medical cases. But then you add in this little bit of drama over here too. I like that as well. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's not just necessarily about the overall like the over. The overall storyline sometimes is really just about the, the the smaller bits of it. Like, yeah, I, I, I fuck with this. Like, this is interesting. I like this show. You know what I mean? Like, Grey's Anatomy. I'm not a fan of the people that that I've been watching for 15 years start to get written off. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. things like that is starting to bother me. Um, but if they, if you know, outside of that happening, I could still see myself watching the show comfortably for years to come I think, but that's because i get attached mm-hmm. you take away the people that i fuck with and that's it i don't want to watch it no more i think the issue with me is like stuff for Grey's anatomy you can just keep going on and on forever mm. the good doctor fucked itself over by noting that these people were students mm. so they're in year three right now this is a learning a learning hospital so what are we supposed to do in season four or five are we just gonna slow time down and gonna be no, your near year i four? mean it's gonna be like gray's anatomy they started off as residents so now they're gonna get an attending job well they're interns not right now or are they no, residents? residents but All the right, thing so they is residents so then they're gonna get an attending job and then from there you don't think that they remember what like ha- remember morgan's main issue when she first was introduced mm. the idea that only one or two were gonna actually get a job Oh, yeah. See how they fucked themselves up in the background? Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to forget this detail probably, but it's More like... More than likely. <laughs> More than likely, it's going to slip their minds. And, and then they're going to write it so that all three of them can have a job. Four. Who I leave off the Asian? Claire, Alex, Sean, Morgan. I left off the Asian guy. I'm sorry. No, sorry well, to I that forget man. about him too. And, and I don't even... like. I don't usually refer to him as the Asian guy. I usually refer to him as the, the well, detective. Well, he is a token. I mean, yeah, and that that's that's what's been bothering me lately when I watch TV is that this should be so visible, like I, I and but it's like, can I be mad though because we scream inclusion, but then it, when it looks forced, we're like, eh. but that's kind of my thing that I mentioned earlier. We did such a major swing from having stuff that really explored what the culture is and how that affects somebody to just being like, 
you're there, your skin tone is there. We'll touch upon what you, your background every now and then just for my folks. Hey. Loki, I'm really upset that you didn't watch that. Was, is it? It's not gentrified because it's spelled. Okay, that. Hintified. Oh, they did it in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, probably, I got a fucking class on Saturday. No, I understand. This white woman I understand. who decides she wants to read from the fucking book. Oh, yeah. And not fucking teach. Every time I do, I'm like, this is why Shauna took AJ out of fucking school. Listen. <laughs> this. Listen. And it's one of those white women who, if you dare say the wrong thing, she flips the fuck off. Mm, Let me tell you like, a please. sidebar story. Mm, tell me. I don't. Sidebar! For this class, we are forced to have study buddies. We are all grown ass people. 25 is the youngest. Oldest mm. is probably, probably my mother's age. Study buddies? As in. Study with nobody? And the fucked up thing is, we're study buddies. We're supposed to come talk about the homework. Every single time you go over the homework, there were two to three different answers because this fucking teacher either has spelling mistakes in the fucking homework or two, nobody knows how to interpret this book. We're doing government shit. So, mm. of course, there's some people get the minimum answer because that's what they think they need. Other people go overboard and do freaking verbatim. Mm-hmm. Getting a study ain't gonna help shit. No. So, my black ass is thinking. I'm going to do what I should have did in fucking middle school and high school. I'm going to advocate for myself, to, for my learning style. Mm. I asked her an email, do I need a study buddy? She decides to call my work. Yes. And I just so happen to be in my boss's office because we're talking about things. Mm-hmm. So my boss could hear this conversation. She said, if you don't like it, you can't keep up. You can just drop the class. Because you asked if you need a study buddy. Because when you study, I say it doesn't work with my schedule. It doesn't when I work get with home, my I'm working again. Yeah, it doesn't work with my schedule, and it's not my learning style. If anything, it's gonna hinder me, bitch. That see, and like you said, that's why. That's why. That's why. Because she has a job to do, and then if you don't do the job the way she says to do it, then that's that. But what about you? What about how you absorb things? Fuck that. What if I look for government, which means my class was paid by taxpayers. Mm. $853. Mm. If I fail, I don't know if I have to pay that back, but I sure don't fucking want to. Listen, and I ain't going to pay it back because of your ass. So help me help you. And the fun thing paid. is, you don't need to, to, just to teach that class. You just need to be, how much do I feel like exposing my job? Anyway, you just have to be a son job title. Mm hmm. And apply. You don't have. It's to. just the extra check to her. Then it's an extra check. It's just the extra check. And, and she goes off into tangents about her municipality that she really shouldn't be talking about. Her relationship mm. with the mayor, certain people on the council, and it's mm. like you do realize we did not sign a waiver where we can't talk about this, right? Child, you out here spilling the tea and our cups. We ain't even asked for that. Mm-mm. Listen, let me tell you, local government, some other shit. Oh, listen, that's why I don't fuck with y'all. I only fuck with you on Tuesdays or Sundays. Like, nah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but it's, no, but it's still a stable thing. Some people I know, the fact that some people just have a high school diploma and they're getting paid so much is amazing to me. Listen, I need to be one of them motherfuckers. That's why I'm trying to slang these jokes because I can't tolerate office life. I can't, like, what you do, I can't do that. Oh no, it's easy. Maybe in my early twenties, but just to sit there in an office, I just can't. Well, depends take. who you work with. I for my most of my work life has been black woman, mm. so it's been fun for me. Mm. At this job, I'm fuck. I'm quote unquote the line stepper or whatever. Oh yeah, you be dancing. No, cause I'd be crossing the line. Mm. For example, we was talking about. Uh, 
pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How do you pause a thought? Like, you ain't even say anything yet. <laughs> Sex is a topic that, because, what's the best way to put this? My boss made it very clear from the beginning, where's the line is going to be very questionable. Okay. So, yes, there's sexual harassment training and all that, but there is certain things where the line is blurred. And me, I'm like, I need to know where the line is. Mm. If I don't know where the line is, I'm just going to free run. I mean, <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> you know, if so... you, you, you put me out here without no uh, no lanes, I'm just going to go ahead and walk horizontally. Yeah, so my boss was talking about how her sex life back in the day and I was like I was proud of her because yes she didn't suck dick and I but she would always get eight so I was like that's my boss right there I'm so proud of you <laughs> playing niggas I was so you said that I'll be vet oh. did, well, did she take offense to that or something not at all Why oh, okay because you you were saying you you the way you the set line, it up was the, like no we haven't like, gotten into the line yet okay okay <laughs> the so line that's not came the line. in because she had to talk to her nephew about sex and she was uncomfortable with it i was like why well, be uncomfortable with it all you're doing is presenting a condom other people tell them how to show up. i was like take it a step further you're a woman show not actually pleasure woman so it doesn't be like a busted and go situation I mean, the flashlights that made her uncomfortable. I was like, there's so many things you can do. I mean, if I had a child, I would get them a flashlight. And if it's a girl, I was like, you know. I don't know about no flashlight. Flashlight. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what it is, but I'm just going to call it a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that sex conversation can be awkward. But it's only as hard as you make it. I don't know about getting no getting the flashlight and all that. How old is the nephew? He's 15. Uh, he, that, probably, he probably already fucking anyway. Oh, when she handed him a condom, he's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, he probably... He wasn't let me say, this, is, this is pretty much how... Like, I watch my brother, my godbrother, and he has fucking... Uh, like, five, six, six boys. He, he got mad boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now... um. Well, when my older nephews were coming into their sexuality, well, I don't even want to say sexuality, but yeah, sexuality, you know, they start fucking. He ain't really, like, talk to them. Because, like, this is a different day and age. Like, kids know about sex mad early. They, they have an understanding. People losing their virginity when they was 12 when I was coming up. Yeah, same, same. So, he kind of just started leaving condoms in, like, their bathroom mirror like in their bathroom medicine cabinet oh that's and so he passive. said yeah he said he started noticing that the condoms you know would start going away and then you know he said you know my nephew would come to him and be like, yeah, we need some more of them gold boys <laughs> put some more gold boys in there and you know that was it i mean like the conversation it, it for me i feel like it should happen and it as a parent for me mm-hmm. i know that i will have to have that conversation like it's already the groundwork has already been laid because i've been already talking to AJ about how bodies work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my the woman's reproductive system and what that means. She already knows that I can't make a baby without a man. She understands that. And she understands that a man can't make a baby without a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The woman parts that we need, that we require. So she understands that. When she gets older, then we'll start talking about the exchange, how the juices are actually exchanged. You know what I mean? But... She only five right now, but you start laying the groundwork so that the education aspect, you know, this, these diseases and this and, and this 
could happen and what you know what I mean mm-hmm. you start doing that gradually over time um I would suggest it at like that because the internet if they on if they on any kind of YouTube Facebook whatever whatever any type of internet access they are going to know something they are going to hear something they you know what I mean and it, it, something so you got to get ahead of it because I always say the person who tells a story first is the person who's telling the truth that's not always true but it's going to be received as true. Because if I tell you something, if I say, yo, I got something to tell you about such and such, and I tell you the story first, you already received it. Mm-hmm. It's already implanted in your head. So whatever they say is going over what I said. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I hear you, but she had already told me about such and such. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so with, with the kids, you always want, whoever tells it first, you know what I mean? You tell it first and you tell it your way. And that's the way that's going to be more so implanted and then when they see other stuff it's like oh all right i already have some knowledge of this you know what i mean like i know that this isn't exactly what i'm seeing or it's not exactly what i could perceive type thing but i would start slowly like my son a little nasty ass be trying to grab on his little me i tell listen do that shit by yourself go in the bathroom and do that don't do that while you're in the room with nobody else you know what i mean that's private time activity mm-hmm. tell to both my kids because they both little nasties and think people think, oh, girls don't they listen. Girls, they be exploring themselves too. Do it by yourself. I don't want to see it. Nobody else should see it. Go in the bathroom. Go in the room by yourself. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but I've already started. I'm not going to run from that conversation. I'm just going. And just that's going what from. makes them comfortable talking with you. Hey, listen. When I had the oldest one, we lived in Georgia, and I had the 12 year old, and I caught him beating up. I'm like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> Close the door, nasty nigga. Not close the door. <laughs> he was, y'all wasn't. I swear I wasn't. I swear I wasn't. But guess what? He felt comfortable enough. He felt so comfortable <laughs> that he told his best friend what happened. And then his best friend was came over one day, and then uh, I made a joke about it, and we all just fell out laughing. But then we actually talked about it. Like I talked to him and his best friend about sex, and I said, "Listen, this is what you need to know. This is what's important." I said, "You could do all of that extra stuff." I said, "But you have to be safe." You know what I mean? And I broke down why. This could happen, this could happen, this could happen. It's really not that hard. It's just about having a level of comfort with the person that you're speaking to. And knowing where they at. That too, mentally. Knowing where they at with the, the maturity. Because some people just... Yeah. My dad was telling me shit I did not need to know at six, seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I do not need to know your stroke game at that age. Yeah, see, that's aunt. My man just, he just be just, I'll be tearing that thing up, right, man? And man just be like, what? <laughs> like, it's just like, and then it's a, with a woman that you see in a certain kind of way. You feel me? Like, and I just be like, no, you don't. You don't be doing that. Don't even listen to him. You know what I mean? Like, but we have that level of, of comfort with our kids to where our kids just know, like, y'all niggas just stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if they could really, like, talk to us like that, it's, y'all niggas is dumb. But... Again, this is what they used to. You mm-hmm. know I mean, they used to seeing that. So certain conversations are easier to have because that comfort is there. Like you see, I, you see, I don't. I'm so open with them. I don't censor myself. Like AJ, mm-hmm. she don't be liking that shit. But Amir, he gets it. He understands. You know what I mean? Like this is how she's comfortable talking. So if she's do, if she's talking to us like this, and that means she's really comfortable. She's not that she's mad. She's just. Doesn't mean you should talk like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you feel me, like AJ? But AJ, she be. Don't say mean words to me. Don't talk to me like that. I'll be like, all right, my bad. Like that day, I don't know if you saw my post where I said something. She was like, um, I don't. She wasn't gonna 
I told her to do something. I said, watch your damn mouth. And she said something like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't like when you use that word to me. So I was like, watch your mouth. She was just like, she held her head up. Her nose went up and she was just like, I recognize that you use the words that I like now. So I will watch it. And she walked off like she. This she, was in the video. Nah, it, I, it was. I put the uh, the, the conversation. Transcript? Yeah, I think I saw a transcript. Yeah, it, it was on Facebook. It's a, yeah, that's where all my transcripts go for her. But yeah, it was on Facebook. But it just was like I was just sitting there like, all right, like I mean, you have to respect it, even in that moment where we beefing. Like she's clearly in trouble right now, but she still came out her face to tell me, bitch, don't curse at me. <laughs> like don't 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 say damn. Don't use those bad words. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Fine. I'm going to respect your wishes. I won't say that. But you still going to watch your mouth, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that was a little tangent. All right. What other shows do we need to talk about? Let's oh, see. wait. That's what we were talking about, the Gentrified show, before we get off of Gentrified. that. We were talking about um, the culture and how you feel like the sh- there were shows that were geared toward certain cultures. Mm-hmm. They are so... I don't know if it's the writing, but I'm on episode two. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I can't take it. Like, it's not like... I don't know. It just seems like... I don't want to say that it seems extra. Like, the racism and, like, the... I don't... I couldn't watch it because I already watched a show called Vita, which deals with, like, Mexican lesbians and Hispanic lesbians. I'm like, you know what? This seems good to me. Mm. Well, I mean, the, the lesbians aren't the, they aren't the everything of the show. I'm talking about Vita. So yeah, I know show. that, but I'm saying, because you were saying you can't watch that because of. I can't, let me no, rephrase I that. I took it as. I could it watch many, both of them. Too many Mexican, too many Hispanic lesbians and black lesbians. Too many no. lesbians for you? <laughs> no. A little too much beef over there? No, my issue is, salon, salon. like, these whole binge watching thing is too much. Mm. And see, that's why when you put. You did put Hentified on the list, right? It was on the okay, list. Okay, yeah. I was hoping to, but then... Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But when you put it on the list, my thought was like, am I supposed to binge this? Or am I supposed to just watch a couple of episodes and talk about it? You watch so, what you can. I know you yeah. got a life. So, but the thing, like, there was a scene where their grandfather had got locked up. He's in jail. Mm-hmm. And they need money to bail him out, but they didn't have enough. So they go to one of the cousins. The cousin's like, here, take my bank card. They're like, okay, they they go to the ATM. Obviously, me personally, the writing in this area, like the, I don't know if it was the writing or the acting in this particular scene. It was just like a, uh, wait, y'all, y'all being a little too extra because I would look at you suspiciously too. But like, they, he's like, oh my God, look how much money is in it. Because like, obviously they're poor. They're trying to get their they shit together, whatever. And then this, the dude had like 21 Gs and they were supposed to take out like two or four or something like that. And so he's like, oh, my God, come look at this. Come look at this. So he making kind of not a big scene, but enough of a scene in a small and quiet environment. So then you get the worker comes over. and He's like, oh, what are you doing? I need to see your ID. And he's just being real like, I don't know if it's, if you would call it racist because he wasn't white. Mm-hmm. He was like Latinx, but you could tell he was like white identifying. Mm-hmm. But it was just like a just. Oh, I need to see your ID. You you don't look like you're supposed to be here. Like just extra racist and is that racial or prejudice? No prejudice music. Yeah, I guess it could be prejudice. Just real, you know, discriminatory. Mm-hmm. Like and it just was 
getting under my skin. Like every every time, like I get that you want to enforce that, you know, other cultures also feel discrimination. Mm -hmm. But it just was too in your face. Like, and I'm wondering, like, is this really how it is? Because as a black woman, it's never that straightforward with me. I mean, every now and then, yeah, but the way that they paint it, it's like, yeah, because it's like she was just like, she's like, you know, she's like, um, she tried to, the, one of the cousins tried to relate to him. Oh, Mateo. So she says something to him in Spanish. She's like, I don't speak Spanish. And she's like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're a part of the queer community. She's like, I don't, I don't know what part, of, you know what I mean? He just was real, like disrespectful in a way it just made me cringe watching it and i don't think it was i'm pretty sure there are people out there like that but i just feel like that scene itself might have been a little bit so he was a coconut coconut brown on the outside white on the inside yeah i mean he was a little white on the outside too but <laughs> he was a little tinted but it just was like i i from what i see like i like the story i like where it's going um the writing could be better you know some of some of it could be better mm -hmm. i know that i'm annoyed with the people the characters um some of the characters annoy me and it's just like are they are they, are they caricatures mm, nah nah not really they're just assholes and stubborn and stupid yeah yeah and then like like the dynamic, all right, so they have one cousin who he's, um, what's it called? Culinary. He's a chef. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then they, they have the family back where they are, and they're trying to breathe more life into this restaurant that they have. Mm -hmm. And But yet they look, they turn their nose up to the cousin that's a chef, like on some, oh, you're a yuppie, like you you kind of uppity, you couldn't wait to get away from us. You know how that, you know mm -hmm. how, how the basic story goes, that one member in the family that's trying to do better, um, and then who is doing better, the other family is like, oh no, you, you think you're better than us type thing. It's like that dynamic, and it's frustrating. Those are, I don't know if it's like, it's not triggering too much, because it doesn't trigger too much reality in me, but it's just like a... It's too shallow? Yeah, a little bit. I'll, t I'll take it as shallow. It it's missing something for me. It's like it's like a good Mexican dish, but they ain't seasoned it all the way. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, the potential is there. Anybody got some salt? Maybe a little hot sauce, because you know, black people like hot sauce. And I'm black. I don't necessarily like hot sauce, but okay. I like it sometimes. I like it sometimes. I don't, as long as it's for flavor, not for kick, I'm good. Mm. I have my moments where I like it for kick. Nah, my, I don't need a laxative that's spicy. Yeah, nah. But you want to know what's randomly funny to me? Mm -hmm. Just speaking about Mexican and spice and desires of food. I only eat Chipotle when I'm pregnant. <laughs> so it's been a while. Yeah, thank God. But that, that's my telltale sign when I'm pregnant. And it's just like, oh, Chipotle? Are those raw onions? Do I want those? Oh, shit, I must be pregnant. No judgment. Not judgment. It's processing because it's a weird statement since I only know you're being pregnant once. Yeah. And then after I was pregnant, I didn't want Chipotle anymore. I okay. can't take it, the smell of anything. Like, I just... 
Ugh. But when I was pregnant. Oh, so it was a craving. Mm, when I was pregnant, it put all that nasty shit on there. Put them onions up there too. Fajita uh. veggies. Ugh. God, it just ugh. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. So, what other show did we need to um? Did you watch for life? No, but you did, right? I did. I'm okay. always behind. I think the new episodes. I hate the fact that it and Cherish Today is at the same fucking time. Well, I watch everything on demand and. You know. I know. I try to live tweet, yeah, but no. that's a challenge. 10 o'clock is way past my bedtime. Do you feel me? Who, who is trying to know? What I don't understand is couldn't y'all have gone back to like go to 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock? Why you have to go into 10? Yo. 10? Like, not for nothing. We adults. And not only that, this is an important year for sleep. Everybody is talking about how important sleep is this year. I don't know why this year but for some reason everybody just realized this year how important sleep is mm-hmm. so why y'all trying to push shit back to 10 yeah, that's my feelings but for life is okay just okay something about it just kind of bugs me and i can't put my finger on it mm-hmm. like i enjoy aaron who's the man who's in prison trying to work his way out mm-hmm. I enjoy his cases and his showing prison politics. Mm-hmm. Him having to work with the um, neo Nazis because they get helped him do a forgery that got a Hispanic kid out. Mm. A part of me appreciates how it kind of wants to touch on the prison industrial complex, but not go so deep that it has to be like really break it down. Mm-hmm. And I also like the fact that it shows how it affected his girlfriend before he went in and his daughter in terms of. You know, prisons are nowhere close to you. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a female friend who got imprisoned in New Jersey, I have to go off to Clifton, Clinton, one of those places. That I went there for driving to one. That place is far as fuck to get to. Especially from Rawway going all the way up. Yeah. From Newark is fucking far. Come here. You're right. I mean, and so it... Because I think of Remy Ma when I think about it, about the isolation she talked about mm-hmm. and all that. So it's nice to see that part of it, but it's kind of like... I think the best way to put it is trying to do so many things but not go too deep into any of it. It feels like a sample platter. Mm. And with that, it's like, I don't know. I just realized this is probably going to be in the background. What, the tinkling? Yeah. I was listening to that since again. I was just like, oh, was that there before? Yeah, it just it, it just started making noise to me. I just started paying attention to it. All right. So, yeah. And then. And luckily, that's a, that should be an easy noise reduction to isolate that sound. And just mm-hmm. take it out throughout the Anyways, go ahead. And then the other thing is the warden is what is this? The man is falsely accused of being a drug kingpin, Aaron. Mm. The warden is the wife of somebody who's running against for the state district attorney. Mm-hmm. The person who oh my god, I'm this is it's a lot of details, it's only been two episodes in. Mm. Aaron went down to be, because he was accused of being a kingpin. Mm-hmm. The person who took him down, his name is Glenn, and he's running for the district attorney for the state. Mm. Now, the reason why Aaron is able to practice law despite being in a New York State penitentiary mm-hmm. is because he got his... He passed the bar in Vermont, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders territory, and he was... You a, can do it! <laughs> and because of a now disgraced former congressperson, councilperson, he was something in politics, he was able to get his license transferred over to New York. Mm. And that's when it starts getting a little bit murky and kind of infamy because they start bringing in all that 
personal life and personal drama between mm. the people who are not Aaron. Yeah. So we learn They're not important. Yeah. So Henry's a person who sponsored Aaron. Mm-hmm. Henry has issues with Glenn because Glenn, I think, prosecuted him when he got his DUIs. Mm. And on top of that, the warden who's allowing Aaron to move about to do these cases, mm-hmm. he's my bad. She's married to the person that's going against Glenn for the district attorney of New York. So basically, there's a she lot. like she like yeah I fuck with you because I don't fuck with him. Like no, me and my husband, we going against him. So she and her wife. Oh okay. You said partner. Yeah. I hate. I'm sorry. I hate when people use partner. Like, I, and I use it now too, which is <laughs> funny because like I I just I use it to be funny. Mm-hmm. But I really like if if you're listening and you you know whatever, don't don't use partner. If you married to a woman, that's your wife, bro. You married to a man, that's your husband. Oh, your man. Stop using a partner because then it just leaves so much room because it's like, I can't tell what. Yeah, you know I mean, and you say some mm-hmm. shit like, yeah, because my partner was on a period. And I'm like, what? Partner seems like it belonged when civil unions was still a thing. Yeah, but now now I feel like partner. Like I like I said, I just use it to be funny because well, it makes me and sound like partner. Exactly. Because you're not married, but exactly. you're long term. Exactly. But like and I'd be telling him, he'd be like, yo, stop calling me your boyfriend. I'd be like, you want to be my man friend? <laughs> or you want to be my partner? <laughs> like nigga, because you ain't my husband. You want you you want that title? You got to go through the proper channels. Otherwise, you could be my boyfriend, my man friend, or my partner. But then when I say partner, it be sounding like like a business partner. You know what I mean? Or life like, is a business, huh? Life is a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got two kids. Yeah. Y'all may not mix like your finance business, but you're on a lot of like paperwork stuff. You know, we do mixed finance business. We 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 are legit life partners right now. Right. So I say like my life partner. So yeah. But I'm just the asshole. I say shit like that to be like like both the kids have his last name, but I don't have his last name. So like I'll be like I'll just be like, Man, y'all y'all dumbass dumbs. Like, you know what I mean? Like when 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 both the kids be acting out and then he do something dumb, I'll be like, Y'all y'all that's that Shit, I can't deal with this. Like, and oh, you got jokes, but you want to be a so bad. Said nah, because when y'all be act like when y'all pull that shit, I change y'all last name to my last name. <laughs> like nah, fuck them niggas. Say like, nah. <laughs> he texted me earlier like, yo, is it bad that I really want to say fuck them kids and go home and sleep? <laughs> I was like, Damn. You say that on a regular basis. I know, right? Fuck them kids. They they good. Once they good, you can say that. But nah. Um. So for life. For Life is a sample platter show, which I, I'm so tempted to drop, but I still want to see what happens, even though I know because it's inspired based on a true story. Well, I'm going to watch I'm gonna watch the episodes tonight, and, and I'm, I'm going to watch one of the episodes, and if it catches me enough, then I'll watch the next one. And then we can decide if it's something that we want to talk about in the future. Because oh, I, I know you got a lot of shows on your on your plate. It's so, school that's fucking me up right now. No, either way, like you got a lot of shit going on, so it's not. You know what I mean? Did you see Pete Davidson's comedy thing that came out today? It was not on the list. I no. didn't even know about it till this morning. It was it on Netflix? Yes. Did you watch it? Yes. You smile. You like, you got like, you you're excited right now. You liked it. I enjoyed it more than I thought it would because on SNL, Pete Davidson don't really do shit. He just pops in. And yeah, he, I was gonna say because I don't. Like I've I've seen him sitting at a desk on SNL, and then like I've seen him dating Ariana Grande, and then that's all I've seen. He talks about that. He has a fun joke about her. (laughs) 
how she was talking about big dick energy and all that. Mm-hmm. She said she he she basically set him up for life. So now anytime a woman meets him, they'll be disappointed. Because <laughs> think about it, Ariana Grande is a short little thing with small little hands. Everything true. looked big to her. That's true. So she's like this, this five inches. Oh my. Oh my god. Oh my it god. made me sweat up my ponytail. You pushed my ponytail three inches to the left. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so yeah, I'll probably watch that too. It's kind of, And he does dark humor, which I enjoy. I enjoy dark humor I too. mean, not dark dark. He doesn't do jokes about his dad dying on line 11 as much anymore, but still. Hmm. I had a dark a real dark joke one day in the um in the mall with my friend. We had took our kids to the mall I don't like I I, I it's vague because I know I wrote it down in my phone so I don't want to say it on on thing, but it just I, when I said it he turned around and was like hey yo Cl- cover your ears kids that's fucking hilarious yo when did you that was dark oh my god I'm just sitting there like that was really dark yeah that was really fucked up of me but it was really funny too I gotta go through my notes and see what it was because I might have to pull that out for the right crowd. That might it might play off. That's a dangerous thing now, dog yeah. jokes. They are, but boy, they be hitting. You get the good dark joke, they be hitting. Corey Holcomb, I'm not a fan of some of his dark jokes. Like, he had a joke about an abortion or something or a miscarriage that I was just like, ooh, that's a little too far. I ain't never had no miscarriage, but for women who did, I can. Eh, that's a little that too far. That fucks you up, from what I'm told. Yeah, and uh, my mom had a couple of them. So, but, um, you know, that's, I, I like the dark humor jokes, but all right, I'm gonna check it out. I'm a storyteller kind of person. I like that better. Like, I don't want you to be trying to hit me with one joke after the other, because then I, I build up a tolerance yeah, for it. Yeah, like, there's certain people who, like, that I enjoy, but I really enjoy a good story. Especially when you, when you, when you paint, when you tell the story and I can start seeing it in my head, almost as if like when I read books, how I paint things, what I'm reading in my head. If you telling the story and then, oh man, that shit gets good. Yeah. But then you get some people who are good with jokes, but I just don't like those comedians who live by the joke format. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it has to be this way and you can see it. I don't like being able to see how you structured I just wanted to flow mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you up there you giving me a good conversation or you you telling me something that I really want to hear I don't want to and I and then low-key transitions people be whack with their transitions I don't want to know that we're transitioning into a different joke my mom has a fairy that almost every comedy special ends with a sex joke that's funny I can see most of that, yeah, most of them. Within two, I've been watching a lot of like white people lately. There's a one that's gonna be put on your agenda for next week. Who? I don't know. I never saw her before, but she seems interesting. She seems interesting. She a white woman. Let's hope it's not about blackout drunk sex. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm tired <laughs> of white women talking about drunk sex. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I man, did. It's hard. I'm I'm learning now that it's hard for me to find things, not hard for me to find things funny, but it's hard for me to truly appreciate. Well, no, I ain't gonna say that, because I still appreciate it. It's just things that might 
be funny to everybody else. They're not as funny to me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just be kind of like, oh, that was good. And like, that's that's it. There's no laugh. There's no chuckle behind it. It's, huh, okay. That's how I am. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to stop being around you then. Because it's, it's rubbing off on me. And I'm just like, oh, okay. But then I start thinking about, like, the... Like you tell a story, I'm going back into the details. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I wonder what this was like when they did that. So well, when she it. made that left turn, I wonder was there a stop sign over there on the right hand side? You know what I mean? Like so I'm, I'm all into the details. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So moving off of her life because I mean I have much of a life in my life anymore. Oh, child. Cherish today. So that brown girl. Kosha Rockmore. She and you just told me she's dating Lakeith. I'm just a um for it. Do they have a child together? Do they? I'm about to. That baby probably beautiful and brown. Lakeith. Yeah, she's been part (laughs) partner Lakeith Stanfield since 2015, and Homko is tall. She is five ten. Okay, how tall is he? (laughs) Probably shorter. He is actually six feet. Oh, so they write. See, you gotta know how to choose them. He has a child. I don't know if he has a child with her or. They both say they have one child. Mm, maybe she should ask. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, March 2017, the couple announced they were expecting their first child together, and the baby was born later that June. Hey. I'm for this. And okay, I- honey, because he is fine. And for fun facts, Alano Miller, who plays Evan, is the Wanda Wise's husband, if I recall right. Go from She's Gotta Have It. No, I know who the Wanda You said the person who plays Evan? Yeah. And what? Cherish Today. I thought the Wanda Wise was with a white man. No, just a light-skinned one. This is what would happen if you actually watched Black Love on your own. You would know these things. I could have sworn she. I seen a picture of her with some white man before. No, he's just high yellow. That's all. I'm so for this. Put him in the right light. He does look white. Oh, that's Tessa Thompson. I don't want to see no Tessa Thompson. I was wondering why she looks like. What you got? Yes, look at that lovely brown on brown. Ooh, I want to watch them have sex. Such a voyeur, because this is not the last first time you said that about somebody. Mm-hmm. I want to watch them have sex. Yep, sure do. So cherish today. Getting back to that. I want to watch. Look at yes. Do you yep. need a Do you need a moment alone in the bathroom? Oh, I don't something? like him with no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like him without facial hair though. His facial hair is so patchy though. It's good. I like it. The Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, six zero six five two. Maybe just because I can grow a full beard and connects that I look at people, I look down on people like that. He's silly. <laughs> nah, he's got a nice beard. Like it's not, it don't. He got a homeless man's beard. It's it's if it, it works for his face, it works for his look. Mm. Like if he had like, cause he got hair, you know what I mean. Like mm. so, if he didn't have like a lot of hair, then it'd be like, oh nah, you gonna have to groom that a little better. But I like it. I'm pretty sure a lot of homeless people in New York got the same look. They ain't got a good edge up though. They have a good shape. See, I'm I like that shit. I I like it. He mm-hmm. mm. I'm all for it. 
I'm all for it. And if they drop a sex tape or leak one, I'm porn hubbing the fuck out of it. Cherish today. So it's a new show. What else did she play in though? That's again, Homegirl was in Precious. That's the you only keep thing. saying Precious. I watched that movie one time and never revisited it. What was her name? Yosha, Yosha Rockamore. Kosha. It's it's South African. She was in the Mindy Project. Ah, that's what it is. She was the uh, assistant in the Mindy Project. I knew I knew that voice. I, don't know, I never watched that. Show. Oh, I love the Mindy Project. I knew I fucking knew that voice. She was a little hood radish. Uh-uh, because Dr. Dr. Lahiri told me to sell you. She was a little bit hood radish. Oh, that seems to be a thing for her career. That's why I was kind of shocked to see her in this role. That's why I'd, I couldn't place it. I knew the voice. I knew the nose. But I could not place it. I love it. Yes, her and Lakeith. Yes, I am here. Yeah, maybe I do need to go take a cold shower after this. Because, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely just put her... I just put put her in the Keith's face on the Queen and Slim in that sex scene. Oh yeah, with the lighting. Oh yeah. I think that's on. Is that legally available now? Yeah, and when I turn on the TV, it'd be up there all the time. Okay, because sometimes. I think you gotta like order it on demand or something like that, <laughs> but it's it's out here these streets. Mm. Yes, they are fine together. All right, but yeah, cherish the day. Mm. I like it. Well, maybe like a little. Black light with a little hint of blue. Oh god! Like blue just bouncing off the butt cheek, nice and supple. All right, you right. Go ahead. Cherish the day. So, for those who haven't watched Cherish Today, we're gonna try to get. Now, I'm only episode. I'm only one episode in. Oof. You so, binged it. This. What are we on episode three or four now? Yeah, I think it's like episode. When I watched it the other day, I think it was like three episodes. Yeah, we're on episode three. Episode four comes on tonight at ten Eastern Standard Time on OWN. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I got press credentials slightly, so I might as well. Ooh, I wonder if they have pictures from this episode. Anyway, I get an off track. Cherish today is an anthology series, which means when it comes to Gently and Evan, we will not see them next season. <laughs> Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Because when she was saying it, she was like, yeah, you're first going to be introduced to. And I was like, oh, so we just going to see them the first episode and the next episode. I thought we was going to be introduced no. to some new people. That's why I wasn't really pressed to watch it. So, yeah. okay. I'll the way it was explained it. by Ava and, of course, the marketing, the whole season is going to cover five years. Mm-hmm. As of episode three, we went from episode one to two is a whole year passes. And episode two to three is three months. Wait, whoa. Run that back. So wait, you said the next episode that I watch, episode two. A whole year will pass. And then mm-hmm. from episode two and the three, three months will pass. Huh. That's interesting. Did she say why she did the timing like that? Or does can you tell via watching it? Um, all I know is that the whole season's gonna cover five years. Okay. I'm with it, whatever. What I like the most... I'll saddle up on that Lakeith and ride that pony. I just love the fact that Cicely Tyson is for once in her legendary career not in a Tyler Perry show. Thank you. (laughs) Look at all types of ragged. Thank you. (laughs) Because she was okay in Medea's family reunion, but she was still like old. They showed her like old and crippled better than Stan. I'm happy to see somebody outside of Tyler Perry... Calling her in for some work. 
And that's no that's no slight to Tyler. That's no slight to Cicely. That's just or Miss Tyson and shit. You gotta be respectful. It's just she was in the trip to Bountiful. Don't know. Didn't see it. Don't think I saw it. But oh. I, I I ain't even gonna hold you. I get tired of how he just scoop her up. It just be. Uh. But from the first episode, I do like I do like what I see Ms. of her. Luma. Yeah. I don't. I do like what I see of her in the uh, in the episode. Thank goodness, cause low key, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that I have anything against her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do feel like she be wearing them youthful wigs when she out and about in these streets, not not recording on set. Like when she living her best life. Feel she like and she, Patty just shares wigs. I feel like she could throw a couple of gray strands into the motherfuckers. Like they don't stop coming out here with this dark brown, this burgundy wig, you know, with the the Nikki. <laughs> hey. Pace is having us moment. Oh, all right. You right. No, you good. Cause he like to tear shit up. He'll get up there and try to like take some trash out and tear it up, whatever. But now he was just trying to get up. That's all. That's why he looked at me like, "What, bitch?" This <laughs> <laughs> is like my dad. Um, but yeah, she be coming out with the daggone Nicki Minaj wigs and shit. You know, mm-hmm. the part right here with the straights, like the Megan, the Meg the Stallion wigs and shit. I just be like, sis, <laughs> sis, you're a little too old for that. One. It's gonna be fun when she has a biopic. I want to see her and Miles Davis's relationship. That is a biopic that I would like to see. Is she got one in works. Not that I know of, but it seems like Ava DuVernay will eventually hit that. She better get it before Tyler. <laughs> oh god poor Tyler <laughs> I'll be so mad cause Tyler gonna put bad wigs on all the men's <laughs> he says he don't got time for anybody she, to have a good wig but him she gonna be like that is not what he looked like when I dated him <laughs> And watch Tyler play Miles Davis. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get me my awards. Even if it's just an NAACP. Oh, relax, bro. Ava, get it before Tyler. Because I do want to see her life. Like, she, I know she done had some dope shit going on. Well, I, on a whole side note, what I really want is Earth for Kids to come about. Oh, that's going to be good. Because she was a little brisk. <sighs> I can't. <laughs> I'm mad you really did that, bro. I got some of her songs on one of my playlists that I listen to. What's that song I like? From? I want to be evil. That's the song. I want to be evil. That's the name of I it. I wish I could play it, but then I don't know how. Don't you don't gotta play it. I'll go and look on my uh, what you call it. I want to shoot. I know there's a song that um I can't remember the, the words to it though, but it's like got a little. Something about being hugged, being hugged all night long, or something like that. I can't. <laughs> and then there's the one that's Where's the Black Angels? So I ain't gonna play, play 30 seconds and then we get shut down. But yeah, I would like to see that one too. I would like to see, I definitely would. That would, that would be good. See, I wanna see the people who, I wanna say, like, was out there, but that didn't live by the boxed in fear i want to see beyond the civil rights people who we get the whole perfect image of exactly and not even sometimes we don't even get the perfect image we get like a little bit of like the drug use or a little bit of the downfall but i want to see somebody who wasn't 
I, I want to see Ratchet a little bit. I want to see more relatable. Because I know these people didn't just be prim and poised their whole life. You know what I mean? That's why I like the Tina Turner one. Right. Right. We needed that. And we needed it. Don't get me started on Angela. <laughs> Ooh, Angela. Mm. Even at 60-something. All right. 60 something? Toss her in there with the uh. Hold up. Well, Angela you... Bassett is 60 yeah, something? Like 60, 61 or something. I love how you go onto your phone like my computer can't beat it. <laughs> First of all, Angela Bassett is 61. That's because I don't be believing. I don't trust your searches. And yeah, she's 61, I told you. August 16. Tina Turner's 80. Yeah, Tina's up there. I'm dead ass seeing that musical in May. Well, she's in a musical? Her life story is a musical. They have a jukebox musical. Is she playing in it? No. Oh, okay. She 80 retired. Because you her said it. Man in Europe. Yeah, like you said it like, like oh, I got to see it because she going to be in it. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, she still got legs, though. I seen, um, I was looking at her recent pictures. She's yeah. still looking good now. That's why I keep teaching AJ. Black don't crack. Oh, poor AJ. I got to stop teaching her certain shit taught her that if you eat healthy you know black people we got real good skin and we hold the elasticity so um you know like we good and if you eat right you won't age so when you get older you still look young Uh-oh. she in the store talking about some mm. i don't think they eating healthy because they look old okay, mm. okay. Mm. All right, so, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, sir. All right, all right. Come on, come on, let's go. <laughs> like, like, but yeah, they. Uh, okay, so it's just a another play of her story. Like no, a, it's a jukebox musical. A musical. It's like um the one they did for Donna Summer like a year or two ago. I don't know. Summer the Donna Summer. Okay. It's not going. Yeah, whatever you say is not going to bring it up. Is it like, the Temptations one that they have that, out now? Yeah. Okay. Like how they have a jukebox musical for that? Well, it's when you oldest. say jukebox, well, why why does it have to be jukebox? What does that mean? Is that does that have a specific meaning outside ju- of like being a? It jukebox? means it deals with the um their cat the catalog. Okay, gotcha. Like there was a Motown so they'll be one. singing through all of her songs. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, not all of them. But well, the but the good ones, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would want to see that Temptations one because I don't play. With my temptations, if you're not sounding they like were, David, they were good. I don't want to hear it. He did the splits. He was acting up. I don't everything. care about none Ooh, of that. Shut up to the audience. I don't care about none of that. Did he sound like David? It was a long time ago. That was last year. Cause them tickets be expensive. I could believe it. I definitely I'm believe. I'm pretty it. sure it was like 149. Yeah, no. Nah. Cause I wanted to take Aunt to see Aladdin. Cause he loved him some Aladdin. And I looked at them tickets and said. <laughs> You thought you're going to get this VHS copy from 94. <laughs> Here you go. I mean, sometimes they bootleg them, but I don't see too many of them. They, yeah, no. I know Hamilton got bootlegged. Did it? Because yeah. I, I, like, I, I still don't know what Hamilton is. I just know that black people are supposed to see it. That's the way it was described to me. Or that's the way I've interpreted the reaction. Disney's about to release... A actual professionally filmed version of the original cast. Yeah, I know. Which I heard seems about a little bit weird to me, but it's like whatever. Disney just whatever way they can. The question is, are they going to put it on Disney Plus because we still have that, and I will watch it after it's been theatrically released. Oh yeah, 
But it would be on if it isn't on Disney Plus, it's gonna put it on Hulu. Yeah. So they they're doing it for the theater first though. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll go watch it in the theater. And also, and the Heights should be coming out this year or next What's year. That? The other thing that the Hamilton guy made, oh, okay. Lin Manuel Mar- Maybe I should look into him because I have like I don't know nothing about you. You don't remember when Power One Hundred Five and all those stations kept talking about In the Heights when it was up in the theaters? Nope. Okay. I would probably wasn't listening to the it radio. It was around then. the time of Usher Confessions was out because that's when I was last listening to the radio. No, I was down south. Oh. Yes, we had different radio. Never mind. Yeah. They wouldn't advertise some New York down there. Mm-mm. Nope. Cherish today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Back right back to the uh Cherish today. My transitions will not get better, but we'll figure it out. Uh, listen, first of all, y'all been with us this long and it's obvious it's the same hundred something people, so <laughs> you get it. <laughs> we don't need the transition. Y'all know us. But yeah, so Cherish Today, we talked about Sissy Tyson, her being on there. Do you like the relationship, the core relationship, Evan and Gently? Even though she well, like I said, I'm in the first episode. Well, I just finished the first episode. Um, where I finished off at was she seems to have some internal issue that is easily triggered Do you by want me money. to spoil things? Do I? This will be the first time. Usually you don't care. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> that shows her investment. <laughs> I can give yeah. it a hint. Yeah, you can spoil it. Okay, so we learned that her mother's a straight up fuck up in episode three. Okay, which explains a lot because she introduced Ben as her parent. Mm-hmm. And she, she was, I like that they were very clear when they said that. This is my parent. Because I think with Gently, she don't want to go into detail. She wants you to just get it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to ask a bunch of questions. Parent. Don't right. look nothing like me, but parent. parent. That That's, I said what I said. And plus, again, with Ava DuVernay, there's always a thing about community with her. So, mm-hmm. like with Queen Sugar, you don't got to look like Blue, but that's your daddy. Right, right, right. This is your family. This is your community. You know I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I just spent the first half of the episode talking about how I get it. I know. It's your life. <laughs> right. I'm parent. <laughs> like, fuck. But, um, okay, so her mom is a fuck up. Yep, her dad, we know, is dead. She mentioned that, so that's not mm. a spoiler. And then I think one of the things that they're touching on that I enjoy is that there's a socioeconomic difference that's kind of bugging right. her. But what I also really like is two things. The quick one is they showed an actual big woman who didn't look like a Jill Scott type, which I loved. Not really into that type, but at the same time, this is, the visuals. This is what, in episode three? Episode one. You saw the woman when they were getting that um, refrigerator. Oh, like she didn't have a. She was a big girl, but she didn't have that Jill Scott, yeah, you know, brick so house subtle. body. Like you picked up on that. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Again, I watch so much stuff, so people like that stick out to me. I, I mean, I guess I, I feel like if it would have been a, a a reoccurring role. No, it's a one time. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying again. like then it would have been like oh, okay, they got this big girl in this role. She's not Jill Scott esque, like you know. Cause really but, think about it. How many women you look that look like that that look like. I don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> go there. 
who look who look like that who look like my mom and stuff like that you mm. don't see them like that they have to be like that ashley graham jill scott takara looking people in the face real like their proportions like you, have if, to be like that. If, if you dropped everything off you'd be a regular looking instagram girl minus the attitude so. but then no not even minus the attitude because i've seen some weight transitions and even when they do the little slideshows from the weight transitions you can see when that snaps when it when it goes from oh shit i'm a bad bitch like you can see that so but i get what you're saying i definitely get what you're saying the cookie cutter big girl look the mm-hmm. safe big girl look and the other thing is it focuses so much on the little things and mm. i appreciate that little things like what like like when they was having that um conversation on the stoop not the stoop on the curb having pie and that little back and forth they were having like it's about the intimate little moments that make a relationship yeah. rather than these grand gestures. When she was asking about the type of pie and and then you know it tells a lot about you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And also, it's she's one of those rare time. Hmm, I'm not gonna say it's rare, but the fact that she can take the lead when it comes to the relationship, but also has the ability to back mm-hmm. down if she needs to. I also find very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. If it's because she likes to have a certain realm of control over her relationships mm-hmm. or because when it comes to Evan, she recognizes he may not be the most aggressive dude. So she has to be a little bit more forward. I see that from the first episode. I can see that. I see what you, what you mean by that. Because I, like I said, there's something on her that's triggering, but the emphasis of it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. And for people without money, you know, we look at people with money. I'm not here for that. Like, you can't buy me. You know what I mean? But she's about the experience. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Like, she's, like, she's, let me get there. It's not about the money. <laughs> I'm sorry. So then when you say the whole, the small details, I appreciate that curb scene because it's a love story. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's not one of those flyover love stories. It's like, nah, come sit down and 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 get into this love story. Let's talk about this. And from where I am in episode one, I see, I have an idea of where the story is gonna go, mm-hmm. um, emotionally, like not story arc wise. Okay, we're gonna get married and this is just gonna happen. But I have an uh, an emotional tie to where i see like the growth that i see that she has to come into i don't even know if they will get married i, I mean maybe I, I don't know i only watched episode one and where i left off and they damn sure ain't <laughs> but, <laughs> bad over yeah, but what but what i see is the room for growth because i see a lot of i don't want to say i see a lot of me in her mm-hmm. but i see similarities in the attitudes that i had like i, I like when she was saying certain things like when she you you can't you you just throw money at it like i don't necessarily well i could see that i don't want to say that i could relate heavily to a situation like that but i do know someone who just feels like all right well how much it costs to fix it and it's just like no it's not about that you know what i mean it's not about the money we need to sit down and talk about this that and the third you know what i mean we need mm-hmm. to work through certain things like it's not always just on the surface about money but the way she handled the situation the way she went off like when when she got upset with him and she i guess left him Mm -hmm. yeah when she left him 
the way she handles it, I see that there's a, a, a not necessarily a big change, a level change in maturity, but just conflict management. I think one of the points of mentioning that she traveled the world is that she doesn't know stability. He made, but he, and that's another thing I really like about the way the show is run. It focuses on, like you said, the small things, but the important things. Like early on, he noticed, uh, you know, she travels a lot. When mm-hmm. they were in a car, he brought it up, and then he says to her, "So you, 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 you leave? Like you, you like to get up and leave?" And you could see it in his face that he's thinking like, damn, that kind of worries me because I see something in you that, you know, you know, I see something, an interest in you that could be long term. But right then and there, you already just shut that out. You like to leave. But then it's a matter of like, why does she want to leave? What is she running from? You know what I mean? It's sometimes not even running from or running to. Yeah, could be. But it's just so like the... The minute details in the conversation that that leads you where you're just like, oh, okay. I I didn't really think men picked up on words like that. You know what I mean? Like Mm kind of in that aspect. It's 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 interesting. I'm 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 appreciative of how the story is being told. And I don't. Kind of like with Queen and Slim, how it was very, things meant things. Mm -hmm. Little things meant big things, if you paid attention to it. But the one thing they said was, it's for us. Like, I like that. I can feel that it's for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And not even to take it a step further, not even for us, for me as a writer, as someone who, you know what I mean, queen of heartbreak, been through all of that. Like... I feel like when I'm watching it, I feel like I have to be careful. Like it, it might be rubbed. <laughs> I feel like it might be rubbed. It might rub my emotions too raw. Like I might have to turn it off and go to whenever I get my heart broken, I watch the game and eat Cheez Its. The game? Yes. The UPN show they was going to bring back but got canceled again? Yeah. They, was going, they canceled it the, the more recent? They was going to bring it back, but then something happened. Mm, I have to look into that. But yeah, I watched season, the early seasons. I think maybe seasons one through three I watched. <clears throat> but that's how I heal myself. Because I still can't believe that Melanie and Derwin broke up. And I I like, I know they back together. But when I'm having my heartbreak, that's, what I, like, that's my safe zone. Mm-hmm. Season one. Start somewhere in the middle. And then you make your way up. And it's... I guess I'm the only one that didn't know, huh, Derwin? And you walk off, and you walk to the elevator, and you turn around, you take the ring off, you throw it at him. Just so we're clear, it's over. And then Rihanna plays as the elevator closes. Which Rihanna song? Um, It wasn't Take a Bow. Because they used that when Tasha found out that Rick Fox had got her promotion, and she had got fired. I only know Rihanna's club songs. I know, I know Rihanna's songs. I just can't remember. Except the recent one, Anti. Was it Rehab? Album. No, it might have been Take. I don't, I don't know. I gotta watch the episode again. I haven't been heartbroken in a while. But yeah, that that show seems like after watching it, I probably would like need to roll up, <laughs> smoke, 
well, if I roll up and smoke, then I'll be fine. But if I don't roll up and smoke, then I would probably need to sit with some Cheez-Its and watch season one of the game. That's that's how I heal my emotional rawness. Mm-hmm. I feel like that show is going to bring that out of me. I have concerns. I have concerns about spending a season with these people and then knowing they're going. You didn't like it when she said she likes to leave too, huh? No, I meant like the <laughs> fact that we're going to spend 10 episodes. Ten or eight episodes with these people get mad invested, and then that's the end of it. Oh, you want your your two more? Because you don't really get. You want your full three seasons, don't you? Say it, say it. No, demand it, Ava. He wants his three seasons. No, but think about it. How many black shows are anthologies? Most of our shows go on long forever, and and it's something that isn't really part of the culture. Yeah, that's true. So is that the part that's bothering you? That that's the only thing that bothers to? me when it comes to this show. But I mean, who's to say, right, that this story won't garnish so much attention that it requires an additional season? It wasn't built like that. Did you make it to the last episode? The last episode didn't come out yet. Exactly. So you don't know. Ava could be like, you know what? Get a people what they want. And end it in a way where we could pick it back up. I hope they don't change their mind. Because that's such a punk ass move. It's like when they put John Snow. Oh my god, you're <laughs> never pleased. <laughs> no, because it's like when they brought John Snow back in Game of Thrones. I'm like, that's such a punk ass move. Well, first of all, John Snow needed to be back so that I can continue to watch his fine ass. Whatever tickles you. <laughs> John Snow could tickle me. I miss Egret. I miss Arya. They're finally releasing that um, New Mutants movie. Is she in it or something? When yeah, bring but, it? but this is like three, four years ago. Mm. But now it's finally coming out. A Mutants movie? That's the name of the it? The New Mutants. This X-Men film. Oh, okay. But not like MCU X-Men. It's still like Fox X-Men. Hmm? When Fox still had X-Men before it got, a, got absorbed into Disney, they had the film that's called The New Mutants. It's a horror X-Men film. Well, pseudo-horror. I'm going to have to look into that. You speak in a different language, <clears throat> but okay. They announced it like years ago. There was trailers out, but then they took it mm-hmm. back because it wasn't good enough. And then they tried it and then took it back again. Well, you know what? I'm not mad at that then. I'm not mad at that because if, like, bowling analogy, if you go up to throw your ball and it don't feel right, you step down. Don't you roll that ball. Again, bowling analogy. I know. I went bowling like once in middle school. Oh, child. <laughs> so All TV right. cherish today. We good on that one? Yep. What else we got? Uh, you did not watch Goldie. I don't even feel like talking. Goldie star Slick Woods. You know. Yeah, we don't really need to talk about that, but I do want to say Slick get better. Power. Mm-hmm. Did you watch To All the Boys? P.S. I still love you. Mm-hmm. And she went back to that white boy. I think the main thing you can take from that movie is what Peter did. Stormy to Stormy his- is awesome. Which one is Stormy? The white girl with the blonde the old, hair? The old lady. Oh, Stormy. I barely, that barely registered. <laughs> I knew it, Elegant. I got you. Usually you be knowing the characters. Look at me knowing them. I don't know none of the other people's names, though. What I think the main thing was that what Jean, what is her name again? Jean. Who, the main character? Yeah, this shows you how much I give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not like this movie. Compared to the yeah, first the one, first it was... the first one is better. This one was just like... Because all it did was show you what Peter did to his ex, she did to Peter. 
the grass was greener on the other side. Pretty much. And it annoyed me. And it was I, I just want you to break my heart. Break my heart forever. Like, what? Shut up. And Y'all are 16. And there wasn't, like, any real conversations like the first one. They mm. had conversations. They got in debt with it. They had emotions. Yeah, this one was just kind of... It was a basic-ass rom. You see, I had to ask you, like, wait, they, they made another one? Are you talking about the original? You're like, uh, a sequel. I'm like, oh, okay. It feels so unnecessary, but I do appreciate that we got to see the mother's family rather than just this white man trying to keep the Korean life alive. And I appreciate how they played that in you know them getting dressed up and everything like that and then him going because at first i didn't i was like wait what i'm i was confused because i didn't watch the first one again right before i watched the second one i didn't even touch the first one again yeah so it was just like i forgot all i'm like wait who who is this girl and i'm like okay that's the sister the mother's gone and then she said like you know being with my mom's family makes him feel closer. I'm like, okay, I understand that. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate the whole Jung thing and what, what she had with her old best friend. Mm. That they're still connected. Not mm. even just repeated, but the relationship they used to have. I think that was the best relationship of the whole thing for the Jean. I want to call her Jean Grey, but I know that's not her name. Who, her and Laura her. Jean. There, there you it go. is. He's Jean Grey. Isn't that on um, the girl <laughs> X-Men? <X-Men? Yes. laughs> Laura Jean. How are you going to give this Korean girl this... Because she was in the X-Men. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the parents. She Korean. She half Korean. You gonna name her Laura Jean. Well, her her name is Laura, but then like with, what is it, John Ambrose, they had a thing where they used each other's middle names. Yeah, they had to say the whole thing. They tried to make it cute, but I was like, token. (laughs) Mm. And wait, because not for nothing, there was, on on the screen, there was something I was scrolling through and I seen it up there. And I'm I'm trying to remember if I was watching it on Fire Stick or if it was on Netflix. But they made Homeboy look like a white boy. I'm pretty sure he was white in the first one. I'm almost certain too. Cause I like when he walked in the second one, I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> like, I didn't see him the first one. But then again, I didn't revisit it. But token. Mm. Plus there was also some issues with they, one of the criticisms of the first movies was it wasn't diverse enough, mm. much less the whole Asian one with the white man thing. Mm. Even I don't know if Noah's white or not. He, because he played Hispanic in um, the Fosters. Mm, I watched like one episode of that and then was like, yeah, okay, you can go. Uh, he was in after they replaced the original guy. Ooh, no, one I episode. Know. I know. One episode <laughs> might not have gotten through the whole episode. I used to watch the spinoff, but I can't anymore. It's just because they're starting to get the 10 o'clock shows now, too. And it's making me so mad. Yeah. Well, see, you be trying to do the live thing. Nah, I I catch everything on Fire Stick and DVR. Because it's like if I don't do the live thing and I'm trying to watch it in the morning, then there's a chance of me being late for work. And if I try to watch it during lunch, it's like it's an hour lunch. You can't get through that, write up the review, upload that, and keep it moving. It's just time management is such a fun thing it's a thing it's a thing and i'm like i want money yeah yeah definitely absolutely because at this point in my life it's like i don't know how people survive at one job mm-hmm. like i think my salary is thirty nine thousand a year with the website it gets pushed up to 40 50 and i was like without the website i believe i would be poor I mean, granted, that's a lot of money. People don't. My mom never made that much. I money. mean, not for yeah, you. 
But you know they say you need to have multiple streams of income. That's what the Jamaican told me, and I listened. Yeah, there you go. You you have to have multiple streams of income. So I'm not a fucking money though. I would like to get to a point I had fucking money. And that's the thing. Like I hate that life makes it to where you have to work to live instead of live to live. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I I always say, like I wish that I was rich enough to just chase my dreams. You want the privilege. No, I don't mind working, but it's just the fact that like you, all right, so your problem right now, you spend so much time at work that you don't even get that much time to do what you enjoy doing. Technically, I monetize what I enjoy doing. So now it just isn't as fun anymore. Well, that's your fault. (laughs) That's your fault in in your mindset. You know what I mean? Because it was always taught to me, do what you love and get paid for it. Yes, and you're never going to be working. You know what I mean? So for me, what I love is entertaining. I love writing. I love those things. I haven't been able to monetize them yet. But in the meantime, I have to work a regular you know, job or do whatever it is that I do to make money so that I can afford that. But that part, the making money part, is consuming so much of my time that I don't have the time to actually invest into the things that I would like to do to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like a, it's like I'm working to live opposed to just living to live. Or, you know what I mean? Like I I wish that I was uh, financially stable enough to be able to chase my dreams. I miss writing. Mm. Not what I do now, but I mean like actual creative writing. Mm. So it's one of those things was like adjacent, so it's good enough. Right, right. But you know. But it's like a gym teacher. Motherfuckers need to hit the lottery. That's all. I don't want to hit the lottery. I do. What? I do. I want to hit the lottery. I want the, the fuck that you you fine. You don't hit the lottery. I want to hit the lottery. My I understand is... the idea of working for it, but I need mm-hmm. I need help. It has nothing to do with the working for. I need help. I need. It's the I need fact that nice they put comfort. your name out there once you win the lottery, and there's. Hardly any ways you can get around being publicly outed. Out me. Out Fuck me in these that. streets. Because I know how to say no. This household taken care of. My mother household taken care of. My household taken care of. Everybody else. No. I ain't got it. I'm broke. <laughs> the taxes kicked my ass. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I got what? One and a half, two friends now? Two, two and a half? Two and a half friends now? The half is so weird. Yeah. So... I know when people come calling, I know you wasn't there. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. R.I.P. Kobe. You wasn't there. So I know how to say no. Nope, show. Can, can you got, do you got, nope, don't got it. Bro, I got two nickels I'm trying to rub together for a dollar. That's all I got. Mm. But you just want, yeah, yeah, I did, didn't I? I spend money fast. I'm out here just trying to make it just like you. Got my whole speech ready. Let me hit the motherfucking lottery. Shit. You know what, man? I'd open so many fucking. You know how many businesses that I want to open? How many motherfucking after school centers I want to open? How many? Like, I don't even want to open schools. I want to open after school centers, community centers, things like that. You know how many motherfucking things I want to open? Let me hit the goddamn lottery. Put my name out there. I don't give a fuck. Shonda, can I have? Nope. But your child can come to my after school center and have some fun, do some coding. They could do that. 
back in the day, I used to look at all these abandoned warehouses in Newark. I was like, you know what? That would make a good studio. Hello? <laughs> shit. I, back in the day, I do that shit now regularly. Every day while I'm driving. Every day. Be looking at properties, writing down numbers like I got money. Don't <laughs> <laughs> some shit up. <laughs> I mean. Speaking into existence, girlfriend. If the property's foreclosed, I'm sure the bank just trying to get rid of it. You'd be surprised to a bitch like me walk up. And, oh, we can't give her shit. No. She wants to do what? Better the community? Fuck that. No. Mm-mm. I mean, is your credit good at least? No. Oh. No. no. Not at all. Whoa. But if I hit the lottery, I ain't got to worry about credit because <laughs> I'll be buying shit outright. Duh. Okay. This guy. <laughs> Duh. Don't you know? I don't know. I forgot what it's called. It's a word for it, but I forgot what it's called. Where you just... Where you don't even use credit. You go, I forgot. I really forgot what it's called. What was I listening to? I be listening to so many fucking business podcasts and business wars all that shit. I don't know why, though. Because you smart. Exposure. All right. What else we got on the list? Um, I didn't see parasites. I don't even know how to touch that. Parasite was good. It was so different from what I was expecting. I was expecting like horror. No. Some like, you know, bug crawled into a brain and, and made them do something. There is an actual anime called Parasite that goes into that, but that's not this. Yeah, I wouldn't watch that. I don't want to think about bugs crawling into my cavity. Yeah, it was alien stuff. going to the air ticket over. Yeah, don't aliens. don't talk about it because I know how you feel about it. And I feel the same way. Don't even we don't even need it. But yeah, Parasite was good for those who has um who for those who haven't seen it. Basically, it's um very social. How do you say social? Socio economic. That yeah, is is based on um a low class family, a low class uh, Korean family, and they're pretty much like good with getting over. Not not saying that they don't want to work for things, but they're obviously on hard, on rough times. They live in like this little basement apartment type thing um you know in the beginning you see the whole family folding pizza boxes for money or whatever mm-hmm. and like they, you you can clearly see that they're poor you know they're trying to find the free wi-fi the wi-fi goes out they running around the house trying to stand up on shit trying to get a little bit of the wi-fi the mother says something like you know check the whatsapp because i'm waiting on uh she was waiting on something job related like a you know an interview or some shit so obviously they are down on their luck. They need money or whatever. They and need they're hustlers, right? And then they they're they're good at getting over on people. So, homeboy's friend. It's a mother, father, son, daughter. So the son's friend comes and he's like, you know, hey, I got this girl and I tutor. You know, she's she's from a wealthy family. Um, the mother's kind of simple. You know, she she she's kind of simple. They pay really good. You know, the only thing is. I like this girl and I don't want anybody else to tutor her because I plan on asking her to be my girl when she, you know, gets out of high school type thing. Mm-hmm. So basically he's telling his boy low key, like, I, I don't think that you would bag her. So that's why I'm asking you to tutor her type shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So he starts, he puts them in, dude comes in, starts working out. They done falsified documents to make it seem like he, you know, did this or he went to this place type thing education wise so he goes in does the interview does well so the mother says something about this uh with the rich family the mother says something about her son needing a tutor also so he's like oh i know the perfect person 
So he pulls his sister in on a, on a gig. She comes in as an art therapist. So now he's got him working there, his sister working there, right? So they're making good money. Then, you know, she in the car with the driver, the, the, the family's driver, she takes her underwear off, leaves her underwear in the car, makes it look like he had a woman in the car, you know, was doing things. So the father or the husband, the, uh, the rich husband comes in the car, he sees it. So he's talking to the wife like, yeah, we got to let him go. But they too kind of embarrassed to like tell why they let him go. So they just kind of let him go. Like they made up an excuse or whatever, let him go. So the son says, oh yeah, you know, like I know somebody pulls in his father. So now the father becomes the driver. So then now they got, they got to get, you know, okay, well, we need to get the housekeeper. About housekeeper's been there. <laughs> the housekeeper's been there since the original person built the house and so they like all right how we gonna get out there she's definitely allergic to peaches so they make a scheme to make it seem they put peaches and stuff around her to make it seem like she gets sick and they say that she has tuberculosis <laughs> so trash. you feel saying so the father is like yeah i had to go to the doctor or whatever and um my wife wanted me to make sure I'm at the doctor. So he's like this or whatever. He takes a selfie. Act like he takes a selfie of himself. But he takes a selfie of the, the house. the What's it called? The housekeeper. Housekeeper at the hospital or whatever. And he starts putting it in, in the mother's ear. Like, oh, yeah, you know, she was coughing. And she's been coughing lately. Da, da, da. So when they walk in, she happens to just been coughing or whatever. Some like somebody sprinkle some peach or whatever. She's coughing. So he goes. To, she coughs into the the napkin and puts it down there. So he goes to the trash, and he has his little hot sauce pack. So he drops a little bit of hot sauce on the napkin. He lifts the napkin up to show the wife, like to show the mother, like yo, like she coughing. She's sneezing up uh blood and shit. So the mother, oh now nah, you gotta go. Like so they let her go, right? <laughs> so now the mother comes in as the housekeeper. So she comes in as the housekeeper. They all living it up. Yeah, we got this. We got this. But little subtle things like the the son walks up to the mother and she, you know, she smells her and she smells the father. Like he smells the father. He's like, yeah, they smell alike. And then she's like, oh, you know, maybe it's the detergent. She's like, no, it's not just them. The Jessica, which is the, the art therapist, mm -hmm. she's like, he smells like her too. Like they all smell alike because they all live in a basement smell. But apparently that made the father feel self-conscious. So fast forward, the father, I'm skipping certain important pieces, but if you watch the movie, then you'll like pick up on it. Mm -hmm. But um, fast forward. So what happened? The father and the, the rich family, they go away to camping. They go camping. Mm -hmm. And so the poor family comes up in their house. They eating. They drinking good. They having a good old fucking time living in their big fancy house for the little couple of hours. Because they're supposed to be gone, I guess, for the weekend or whatever. But they didn't make it that long. So housekeeper comes. She's ringing the bell on a camera or whatever. And she's singing this jingle, singing this jingle. She rings the bell. So they're like, yeah, what's up? She's like, yeah, I need to come in there. I forgot something. She's like, nah, you can't come in here. She's like, nah, nah, I really need to come in there. So she lets her in or whatever. Family is hiding or whatever. So she's like, she goes into the, the storage area. And then she just be gone for a second. So the mother goes to check on her. And the lady is fucking on the wall, pushing off the wall, pushing this, um, like a thing where you keep your chinas and stuff. Like one of those was a cabinet, one of those. Mm -hmm. So she's pushing that, but it got stuck on something underneath, so she couldn't get it. So once they finally pushed it, she's like, "What the fuck is that? It's a secret compartment that the rich family didn't even know about." So she's like, "You want to come down here with me?" 
And she's like, good. So she goes down there. The the old housekeepers had her husband under there in a little secret compartment for four years. Because he's been hiding from, like, owing debts and shit. And this nigga knows Morris Code and whatnot. So long story short, even though it was pretty long, me telling. He, um, they end up all fighting. And when she finds out that the family all knows each other or whatever, mm-hmm. she puts two and two together. Because she's seen them start to come into the whole thing. So she has them recorded because she's still been texting with the son. Mm-hmm. So she's recording them, right? The funniest shit in the world. They come, they, the screen, the, the the camera pans up to them on the couch. And she's sitting there uh, massaging her husband and stretching him out. And he's just laying on the couch, getting massaged and whatnot. And then you look, it pans over. You see the whole family just sitting there like this with their hands up. And she got the phone and she just like, what? Like, like, I'll send this video, I'll send this and tell the whole family, drop the bomb on you type shit. But then something happens, they get into a big fight. Uh, they ended up, the father, the poor father ends up tying the guy back up downstairs. The lady, you know, she starts to come upstairs, but the family has called him. It's like, yo, we coming home. So now it's a matter of like, yo, we got the poor family in the house. They're not supposed to be seen together outside of work because then the, 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 the Jig is up, you know what I mean? And you got the housekeeper and her husband. So the mother starts fixing the food or whatever. The old housekeeper comes upstairs. She just kicks her. She just kind of casually kicks her down the stairs. She goes, hits her head. So the, her husband is down there tied up, but he going crazy because he like, yo, my baby. Like, so she she has a concussion. She starts throwing up or whatever, but she manages to like help him get free. So as he's free, family comes back. You know, they settle all of that shit, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to the ending. Do you want me to tell you the ending? Okay. It's so. a two-hour movie, so... Yeah, so fast forward to the ending. They having a party. um, Pretty racially charged party because they dressed up as Indians. And then they're about to go attack the mother, like the rich mother. Yeah, at this little garden party. So he's like... The father's like, yo, like this ain't even my job. So the, the rich father's like, yeah, you're getting paid extra, though. Like, oh... This is an important part. They, when the parents came back, Mm -hmm. the family was hiding under the table. And they had like this little, you know, I get you off, you get me off type thing. Because the son wanted to sleep in the tent outside. So they're like, all right, we'll we'll stay in this living room so that we can see him through this wall, like this window or whatever. But they start getting a little frisky. But before they get frisky, the father and the, the wife was talking. And he was talking about how they smell. And he's like, yeah, you know, the driver smells like old radishes and you know what I mean? Just kind of going in and you just see him like, you know, checking himself like, well, I smell. So then he took the mother to go run errands and shit. And then when she was in the back seat, she's in the car or whatever. She's talking on the phone. You just see her put her finger under her nose like that smell. So he notices it. And he's just like, so he's self-conscious now about this, the way he smells, which is important to know. So. Everything started happening. They come out to play uh, the Indians or whatever at the party. But the old housekeeper, she at this point, she did. Her husband then broke free. So he comes upstairs wild and like with knife, you know, trying to kill or whatever like that. Well, he comes up, he stabs the daughter and he's trying to stab people or whatever. But, um, well, he stabs everybody. Somehow in the mix, the father, the rich father's like, yo, get the keys, come on, because the son was having a seizure. You know, you got to get to the hospital like 15 minutes to save him, but they don't live 15 minutes from the hospital. So he's like, come on, get the car, get the car. But the poor father's like, nah, like, oh, he's trying to, you know, be there for his daughter, but they don't know that's his daughter. 
So they in their mind, they like, yo, you're just supposed to be helping us. So when he ran past after they killed the the housekeeper's husband, he the rich father ran past them or whatever, and he made a smell like, oh, like you know, all these smells, mm-hmm. and that triggered the poor father. He just was like, oh nah. So he takes a knife and he stabs the rich father. Word takes him out. So then he just walks off. So nobody knows where he goes. Turns out he went down into the basement or whatever. So he had been sending out Morse code signals to his son. So his son finally was like, he went back to the house and seen him, which this part was, uh, uh, but it was a long ass letter that he wrote in Morse code. And the son like wrote down, wrote it down or whatever. And basically the father was saying like, I'm down here, you know, it's not that bad. I'm safe, blah, blah, blah. But the son is like, yeah, I'm going to grow up and get rich and buy that house so that you can come out. And that's pretty much how it ended. I'm glad I didn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't bad. It was an interesting story. It it was like it had its subtle subtle moments. Mm. And then like, don't get me wrong, my description of it didn't do it any justice. Like... It, but it was still a good movie. He it was, was passionate about it, but I was just like, yeah, no, because, I'm cool with this. Yeah, because I'm it was good. I was shocked that it was actually that good. Like for well, you know, I have no problem with with subtitles, but for me to see a movie that wasn't American or wasn't something that I'm accustomed to, like I don't know anything about Korean culture or anything like that. So to see that and to see the humor, like, okay, oh, y'all have, y'all, y'all tell jokes to each other. And then, you know what I mean? To see, it was so like America. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Yeah. It was just really like, it was an interesting movie. I wasn't mad that I saw it and I'm, I'm not mad that it won awards. However, mm. I heard that the actors and the actresses were snubbed. Yeah. They didn't get nominated. Which is bullshit. I mean, look who got nominated. I don't know who got nominated. I don't care. I just know what I saw. They deserve something. The story was good, don't get me wrong, but the acting brought it home. It really did. It really did. It was good. I'm still mad. Aquafina didn't get nominated for The Farewell. That was such a good role for her. I didn't see it. Was she funny in it? It was more of a dramedy. Hmm. You'll get you are you close to your grandparents? Mm-hmm. Well, my you, grandpa. You'll get in your feelings. Oh no, I don't wanna watch it. I don't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing left, so I don't need to see that. Uh we are two hours and thirty minutes. Alright, did we touch all the uh the last thing? I don't know if we have time for getting in depth with it this time. Well, I mean we got in depth with it in the beginning. Yeah, what not... what was the topic for getting in depth with it? Black History Month. What about it? What black you... identity, but that was that is a whole conversation in itself. That would push us toward four hours, and both of us don't got time for that at all. Neither do our listeners, apparently, because it's taking them a while to get through the last one. How many people skip around? <laughs> so I think we'll just skip getting in depth with it this week. Getting in depth with it was in the beginning, so you got in depth with me. Did you like that? Did it feel good to get in depth with me? Shonda Nicole. I feel like there's a pause in there somewhere. Oh, it was a couple of them. <laughs> but if you 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 didn't look at me when I said all my eyes were squinted the whole time. It was supposed to be pause, but we ain't pausing. Get in to all right, you right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get in my belly. All right, you right. 
I think you should you should live stream the next one. Live stream to who? I don't know to your people. Uh uh-uh, uh. I don't. I don't that's not no. Nah. No. Nah. I'm I'm okay with us recording for visual, but I don't want to live stream. I don't like that. I don't. Even when when I think of other people's podcasts or when I see other people on the radio and they be live, I just be like, for what? It makes me not want to go to the actual platform to listen to it. Plus, it'll take me a good week to do that. So you get the audio for a good week, and then the video comes the second week, and then we record. No, video them. like video isn't that hard. I mean, video editing isn't that hard. Like, cause it's not like we doing anything. Like we're just no. sitting here. You know what I mean? It's a facial expression. Right. Matter. Exactly. So video editing, it wouldn't even be that big of a thing. But going live, like I just, for me, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see the point in going live. I think that that's one of those things that'll take away from. And then plus, like it don't, my live, I don't, it's not like I'd be having millions and thousands of people on my live. It's, eh, live stream i'm not with but if we want to explore the option of um recording like video recording i'm okay with that That was brought up a long time ago i'm glad you say we can do it yeah so that that that's cool that works for me but um well gonna have to pocket that get in depth with the topic for later live stream live stream is just it's so eh. and i go into your lives for like a hot minute you well, my shit. I'm not. You're not really my audience. The people who be wanting me to be live, like when I like the other day I post, I was like, yeah, I'm debating if I should go live or not. The people who really fuck with me, they like, yeah, go live. We waiting. Those be the people that really be in my lives. But the only thing is, I don't want to go live and then there ain't no interaction. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Like if if I go live and you in there, like, cause if I go live, I'm not doing things i'm not the type of person to 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 go live so that you can see what's going on around me you know i mean i don't that's none of your business if i go live it's because i either have something to say i'm bored you know i mean i want to talk i want to interact right Mm -hmm. me talking and then the people just sitting there (laughs) watching me it's like weird like motherfuckers say something back to me i'm asking questions ain't nobody saying nothing it's like all right whatever then but then when I when you going live again, why? They want to watch you. Weirdo. It's a free camp show. The hell? <laughs> you want to check me out in my onesie? The fuck? Like, no. Nah. Oh god. But yeah, I'm I'm open to exploring the idea of video. Yay! So to end it, speaking of video and audio stuff, let's talk about the photograph. Oh yeah, you gotta talk about that because I haven't seen it. Okay, now. I have, I don't think it's a unique opinion. Uh-oh. That, uh-oh. <laughs> no, because to me, the photograph is split between three stories. It's focused on, oof, let me pull up the... Review. Oh, here you go. Because I don't, because here's the thing. The photograph is split between three stories. One focuses on the mother. The other focuses on the mother-daughter relationship. And then there's the romance between Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae's character. Okay. Okay. So it's split into three sections. Okay. The issue I have with that is Is I don't give a fuck about the romance at the end of the day. (laughs) No, because there's something... You and your inability to love. It's a real thing. It It is. It scares me a little bit. Uh, It should at this point. Because there's something about... You know what what Lady Bird is, right? The movie with Shosha Ronan and that other white lady? 
I heard of it. Okay. But... My thing is Shantae Adams, who plays Issa Rae's mom, and their relationship and lack thereof is so much more interesting than her basic-ass relationship with Lakeith Stanfield. Because mm. you got this woman who came up from Louisiana, wanted to be a photographer, mother wasn't shit, kind of. So in a way, she kind of brought that generational cut, so she was a provider to her daughter, but wasn't much, much of a nurturer. Mm. And then you have this whole other situation where... How much I want to give away? Because it's a black film. I don't. It's always touchy about that. Basically, Shantae Adams is the mother. She was in love with. I'm trying to. Okay, so just give us your thoughts on the movie. Don't give us the synopsis. Just give us what you what the movie invoked in you. I like Shantae Adams's character because you got to see. A different side to what's the best way to put this I think t- for too long so many romance films especially black romance films have been chasing that late 90s vibe mm-hmm. the love Jones mm-hmm. the Jason's Lyra lo- that, that mm-hmm. was a terrible movie to me first of all it's not that bad <laughs> it was very touching to me I like the beginning part with Kyla Pratt the rest of it I'm like I'm all I'm big I was always a Kyla stan when I was little. But what's the one thing I always didn't like about those 90 movies? Where they would go from the kids and then jump to the adults. I'm like, don't do that. Because mm. you got me invested in how these kids are all cute together yeah. and you jump to these adults. Like, I think they did that with The Wood. I think so, too. The Wood is is um, vague. I, I haven't watched it that many times. As many times as I have Love and Basketball. The Wood, I think, got washed out by Best Man. Yeah. But again, that was one of those movies where it was just like, okay, I watched it to say that I watched it. And I would like, visit it a whole great deal of times. Mm-hmm. I think I have my thoughts together now, though. Okay. So, I like Shantae Adams in the movie because it's interesting to see a poor black woman make it. Especially because she grew up in like 60s, 70s, 80s. She didn't become big to like the 90s. Mm. So, to see her... Especially because she got up through being a photographer. She wasn't a sports star. She wasn't some single entertainer that way. Mm-hmm. She was something that required a lot of work. Because she had to start off somebody's assistant. Then you have to deal mm-hmm. with the fact that she was a single parent for a certain amount of time. And even though it doesn't go deep into that, it gets you so invested that it makes you think of this whole romantic relationship that Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanford have as such a distraction because mm. you want to see you want to know more about that relationship yes because like that relationship background. is so complicated mm. that it feels like Lakeith is such a distraction because mm. you want to because it's clear Issa Rae's character is so affected by her mother not being nurturing that it affects all of the relationships and she questions so much whether or not she can love because of the way her mother was and how her grandmother was to her mother. Mm. Like, you can see there's a generational curse thing she's trying to break, but at the same time, it's like, as much as you want to see that, you want to see her address her mother. Because her mother's dead when the movie starts. You do not see adult Issa Rae interact with her mother whatsoever. Mm. You see a young, five, six-year-old Issa Rae's character, and you see mama. You don't see the adults interact whatsoever, and it's slightly frustrating to me. Because you want to see... Yes, I don't yeah. give a damn about Lakeith Stanfield. I mean, I do. I know I do. you do, but that's but, the other um, thing. I understand because I like from what you're telling me, I would want to see more. Like that sounds like it in itself should have just been a movie. Exactly, it's three movies put into one. Mm. 
And when it comes to Lakeith Stanfield, I feel like... Don't you say anything bad about Lakeith. Okay, again, I'm doing this because I can't remember the characters' names because they weren't that interesting names. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he was made to be... Oh, Lil Rel Rowley's in it, too. He's a comic relief, which I did not understand. I mean, that's usually the roles he plays. Just a one note, hint of comment, a, a hint of comic. Like, here you go. Here's a chuckle. So Let's one... break up some of this tension with the but statement. that's the thing. I like the tension and the drama. Mm. Like, I don't need there to always be some light nigga who makes things better. We don't need a Mercutio type in every single romance. I'm like, well, you know how I feel about light-skinned men. Is Hint Lakeith? What is Lakeith? He is brown skin. Okay. Don't play with me. Don't this, disrespect. This Don't disrespect. This is just so much fun to navigate. He is brown skin. You know, like, when I say light skin, I'm talking, like, my complexion and up. Probably even a little bit darker than my complexion because I'm really, like, up there. But, you know, I, you know how I feel about light skin men. I'm trying to remember what I said. Okay, so her name is Maggie. <laughs> so Issa Rae's character's name is May. Lakeith Stanfield's name is Mike. Mm. Shantae Adams' character's name is Christina. You can see why I can't remember none of these days because they are so pale. Yeah, why? Because <sighs> you know it can't Where be- is Jerome? <laughs> I can't. Why did she say Jerome? <laughs> But I think the issue with me and Lakeith Stanfield thing is it just... his character or him? His character. I don't all know right, all right. Is. I just listen. I just want you to clarify. I'll that. say Mike for now, since we know what his Thank name you. is now. I appreciate it. Don't disrespect Lakeith. I feel like the issue is they tried to also do something like that with Mike because Little Rel plays Mike's brother, mm-hmm. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> these are these names. And then they father Hudson. <laughs> Okay, because so Mike, Mike has issues in his dating history, mm. but we don't get to see anything but his brother. So you can see they're trying to build just as much with Mike as they do with May, but it's not clicking as well. May is Issa. May is Issa. So it's kind of like at a certain point, it feels like you have Issa's character, Shantae's Adam's character. They have their thing, and Mike is competing for attention. You know, mm. giving those smooth lines, like the lip biting stuff and all that. It's like nigga, this is not about you. <laughs> The hell it is. <laughs> yes, it is, Lakeith. It is all the way about you. And don't let don't you let anybody tell you differently. Don't get me wrong. It's just there's too many competing factors, and his was the weakest. Mm. His character. Yes. Not you, Lakeith. I don't want you out here just making that man feel bad about himself and feel good about yourself all the time. As long as you got a little beard or something coming in. If you don't got no facial hair, you feel bad about yourself every day when you wake up. Oh, my black Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good movie. It's just with me, I feel like it was... Do- it's like for life. It's doing a lot of good a lot. things, but just, it's you need to drop one or two things so you could be great at would it. Would you recommend it to anybody? Like if somebody was like, oh, the photograph is in the, the theaters. Would yeah. You be like, yeah. It was cute. I'll watch it again. Like how we used to watch, I would watch the movie Thursday, Friday, see it came with you on Tuesday. <laughs> Sad, Joe. That was long ago. <laughs> okay, so I'm still going to go see it then. Yeah, I forgot. What, this is a movie that gets you all hot and bothered. What did I say here? 
Nope, I said it might make you feel lonely. The score is so beautiful. The score? As in the, the music? music? Oh, yeah. The... Well, I'm not surprised. It's sex playlist music. I could believe it. And it's probably a bunch of dark-skinned women that's singing that shit, too. No, it's mostly instrumentals. Like, it's done mm. by Robert Glasper. You know who that is? Amanda no. Seals' friend. He's into jazz music. Mm. He has Grammys and everything. I know people with Grammys, so. And. Never mind then. I almost said I got Grammys too, but I, I don't got Grammys. Yeah, one <laughs> Bitch, day. Maybe I'll release a comedy album and get a Grammy. Or maybe I'll write a song and get a Grammy. I just haven't done that in a while. I mean, I've written children's songs. They get Grammys too. Yeah. Jack Johnson, I think, is a. I low key wanted. I low key thought about doing like a little EP of the songs that I've made up for AJ because like she really makes me make up songs for everything, and she be remembering them. Like we got a song called "You Drive Me Crazy," and that's her shit. I love the timing of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics to it go, "You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy." I hustle all day and I work all night. No, I, yeah, I hustle all day. I work all night. I come home. You want to fuss and fight. You drive me crazy. And she loves that shit, bro. The this second I get on her nerves, mommy, you drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. See, I hustle all day and I work all night. I come home, you want to fuss and fight. She get a little Tina with it. But that's my fault because I'm so extra like that. Everything has to be everything has to be a song and dance. This has been a Shauna Nicole exclusive. Word. <laughs> and she be mad when she have an attitude and I still be she's like, no! No singing! I don't, I don't want to hear it! <laughs> she don't want to hear it! <laughs> Oh like god, I love annoying Nah, kids, uh, what you call it? A kids song thing. Cause like, you know, I got that song that I made up when she when she learned to spell mm-hmm. about um the sounds of the letters. Like, you know, I think I could do something like that. I just it'll probably get on the parents' nerves though. Cause kids fuck with me. They love me. I don't know why though. Weird ass motherfuckers. Cause you're an honest adult that isn't trying to put up a f- ruse. I guess so. That's probably real. That's my favorite adult. I Mine literally too. told a science teacher I despise her because I thought she was fake. Mm. That's a lot of people that I... I yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you be some mean-ass old woman. At least I know who you are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody has time to be trying to figure you out. You know what I mean? Like, just come straight forward. Just mm-hmm. come straight forward. We spend in... What, in school is like, you see them every day for an hour or two? It's like, I see you sometimes. Word. Like, long like bro we know each other now like i had in my junior year and my my best friend rob this is when we when we met and became best friends in mr scott's class and mr scott had like the lavar um what's his name lavar button yeah lavar burton haircut the reading rainbow haircut the high top little fade thing going mind you this is like 2006 2004 yeah, 2005, 2006 maybe. So he had this haircut. He used to wear this button-up shirt, and his shirt would stop like right here, and he'd have like 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 he wouldn't it wouldn't be no undershirt on, and it wasn't that he was trying to be sexy. It's just that like his buttons would stop right there, be a little bit of chest out, like not a lot, just enough to be like so you didn't want to wear an undershirt, like that type, right? And I'm almost certain he was gay. Um, however, yeah, I'm almost certain he was gay, but I just can't see him. As a gay man. Like I can't see him out here getting men. 
So maybe he was gay, but hadn't explored his gayness yet because I just can't see him maybe bagging he anybody. Was a feminine asexual. Maybe. Flam- I that? know what a feminine asexual is. No, I was thinking as a other term, metrosexual. No, he wasn't metro. Okay. No. He wasn't stylish. No, not at all. Uh, I not tried at to all. give him something. Nah, no, because the thing is, he wasn't he wasn't cool. He literally looked like he just walked out of 94. Like, you know, the loafers, the, the pants, the top, everything. Like, he just... But... I would bump heads with him. Shonda, Shonda, I'm going to call your father. It got to the point where my father said, yo, tell that man not to call me no more. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it, well, I was bad in his class, but I I seen him as an adult afterwards. And, you know, like, it was hard. I was sitting in the park and he was, you know, walking by. He's like, uh, I, I, I was like, Mr. Sky. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, the, your name is just forgetting me, but I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I bet you kicked me out of your class every day. I had him for double periods. I used to come in. If you come in after the bell, he would make you go get a pass. The person that I would go to for my passes, she had a good, like her class that period was mad popping. So I would go to her for my pass. Even though I wasn't coming from her class, I'd go to her to get my hall pass. But her class would be so lit that I'd stay for the first half of the period and I'd show up for the second half of the class, which is some bullshit because I missed half the class, but I was excused. He hated me. I understood, though. I had hella stain in that school. <laughs> and he did not like it, but he put your. Are you on your phone? Put your phone down. You can't be on your phone. And it was like the last two periods of the day. Mm-hmm. So I would start my car because I was like the only person driving and my truck had an automatic start. So I would start my car from the window and shit. I was too fucking cool, man. That shit. And then my desk was right by the window. So I just start that bitch. And I say shit like, because he took the bus. I say shit like, yo, you almost done because my car is running. <laughs> oh. She was on some other shit, your honor. I was. But not for nothing, I appreciate the time I spent in his class, though. Good old Mr. Scott. Mm. I wouldn't mind sitting down with him as an adult and talking to him and getting to know him. Because now I see him as, like, an interesting character. Like, why were you that way? Have you ever had some ass? Or are you the ass? He definitely looked like a bottom. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm just saying. All right. What does a bottom look like? You know what? Which is funny. A bottom doesn't really have a look anymore. I'll say that. It doesn't really have a look anymore. Because there's some people that I know that are so flamboyant. And you would just be like, you got to be the one taking it. And they'd be like, oh, girl, no. Uh -uh, I don't do that. (laughs) you just be like, what? Really? Seriously? I figured you would have been the one taking it. Yeah, so they don't have a look. And you got some that be real masculine and then just be the ones taking it. So it doesn't have a look. It's just what I can picture someone taking. Some people I just can't see taking dick. Some people I can. So usually I just keep those thoughts in my head so that I don't offend anybody. <laughs> and then when they be like, yeah, you know, such and such. Oh, I'm very I'm like, oh, are you? Hmm. And on the inside, I'd be like, I knew I was right. Let's just put a pin in that, because one of these days, the topic of 
queerness has to be a full getting in depth topic. Does it? I feel like we touch on it, but we dance around. Like we bring up trans people damn near every episode. But you know, a lot of that is 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 me. Because I get so like when I when I'm scrolling through Instagram, when I'm scrolling through anything, it's just so much ignorance on the topic about like, you know what I mean? Like on my news feeds, like just people Oh well, the, the 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 family household structure and this is wrong and you shouldn't be doing this and it bothers me because it's like bruh it's not your business why you care so much about some shit that don't affect you you know what I mean so like and I don't even want to feel like I'm always constantly standing on the soapbox for the LGBT community because it's not that it's not like I mean I, I it's not that I'm like oh they're better than everybody else we got to push them forward and they're more important it's just that. What they do don't concern anybody else. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, I feel like it's not so much as me trying to bring up, you know, the trans or the LGBT community every time. It's just a matter of me trying to remind people, why is that your business? Who, I don't want to say like who cares mm-hmm. because I don't want to minimalize what they go through and, and, you know, their community. But it's it's like one of those like, bro, why why are you caring so much? Like why? Why is that such a? Why is somebody else's life such a big problem for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's really what I'm trying to emphasize because if 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 I can get y'all to shut the fuck up about how you don't want your kids to be growing up and being gay or being trans or whatever, then you can start saying the funny shit that I like to follow you for. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you not saying the funny shit or you saying some homophobic shit or some fucked up shit, and it's like. I don't find it funny. Maybe your other ignorant people find it funny, but now I'm liking you less because I'm not seeing the fun side of you. I'm seeing the 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 ignorant and the fearful side of you because that's really what it is. It's fear. And I'm seeing that and then it's just not it's not fun for me. Like there's a couple of people that I know personally and that's why I've been, you know, starting to post more clips of like that 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 dear journal entry because it's like I know y'all you feel what I'm saying? I know you personally. So if I know that these are your thoughts, then I'm kind of iffy about how I allow you around my children. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that my children are or aren't anything. You know what I mean? But who's to say that they grow up and their beliefs are different from what that person's belief is? Mm-hmm. So now are you going to shun my kid? You know what I mean? Are you going to look down your nose at my kid? You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want my kid to come up in an environment where their community won't be supportive, where their village that's bringing them up won't be supportive of whatever they are. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I see people, especially, like I said, people that I know like that, it's like, oh, nah. So if I know that you listen to my podcast or if I know that you follow any of my platforms, I'm going to say this right here, right then and there. You know what I mean? That's learn from what I'm saying. This don't affect you. This not your business. Simple as that. So yeah, I mean, we can have a conversation. My knowledge isn't my my knowledge in the actual community. Mm-hmm. Probably I don't know how far I can you know carry, or you know what I mean, like you know, go back and forth with you. I mean, you but, may think that about a lot of times. Say, look how far we go. And that's true. That's just because I can't stop talking. I know which topics to hit you with. 
that too. <laughs> that too. And I'll be feeling all bad when you leave. Like, dang, I kind of dominated that conversation. I need you to start don't understand that I set up every conversation that way, even outside of this. That's really? why I told you before we started this, I make most people feel like they're in therapy when they talk to me. Yeah, no, because I'll be feeling like, and I'll be telling myself, like, to this morning when I was like, oh, we recording today, make sure you ask him some questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I literally have to tell myself to make sure to ask you questions. No, it's like, oh, what was it? I have a friend named Crystal who's going through stuff, and she directly told me, and she's the way she's going through stuff is with her friends or whatever. Mm. And we had that conversation of what you need in a friendship. And for me, she said, I just need you to be more active in it. Mm. And yeah. I take that note of that with you. What you keep consistently saying, I need to speak to an adult about what I'm going through. Yeah. So I'm, I'll I'm let always... you talk because you need to do so. Because mm. it's because it's like the people in my life. I just, you know what I mean? Like I can vent to my sister. She gets it on some aspects, but then some aspects she don't. Same with my father. Vent to my boyfriend. This nigga, he just... Venting to him is like venting to a wall because he's so afraid of what to say back. Yeah. And his mind... Like, his thing is always to... Like, if I vent to him, his first reaction would be to give me some advice. Mm Mm-hmm. But it don't never be like good advice. And it just be like, all right, never mind. You know what I mean? And then a lot of the times I tell him, like, I'm not, like, I, I'm, I don't want advice. I'm coming to you just so that I can get this off my chest and lay this down real quick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't want him to solve it. You just want him to listen. Yeah. To like, just just hear me out and, and, and throw some supportive words at me. Make me feel like I'm not, you know what I mean, by myself type thing. But it's always with him, he'd be wanting to, like, either offer up advice or, you know what I mean? Like, some of the stuff that he'd be saying, I'd just be like, nah, that wasn't helpful. So I just keep it to myself now because it's like, it'll make me more upset if I try to vent to him. And then he just say some shit and you just be like, nigga, what? So he's just responding just to put something out in the air. Yeah. I mean, there's times when I see that he is really like trying to like, you know, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a matter of like, once somebody puts you in a box, mm-hmm. it's hard for them to allow you to come out that box. And I know that's like, wait, what the fuck does that have to do with this? Basically when like I've matured a lot, mm-hmm. right. And we've been together for many years and we've been best friends 10 years before we got together. So the problem is he's got me in a box from when I was younger and how I would respond to things or whatever. So it's like, as I'm growing and as I'm maturing and learning new things and learning new ways to deal with things, he still has this idea that everything is going to be an explosion. He's afraid of you. Yeah. Not in a good way, though. He's afraid of displeasing you or something like that. A little bit of displeasing me, and then a little bit of how is she going to react. That's unfortunate. Yeah, 
It is. Because I can see you want his best things, but you both are fearful of the other person's reaction now. Yeah, that. He's fearful of you blowing up on him, him getting his feelings possibly ruining was a very good thing for him, and you haven't been heartbroken so long, so you're like, if I go too far with him, I could possibly push him away. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is granted I haven't met this man once but still yeah no and 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 you won't see any of this if you meet him because he's very oh um, he's a clown that keeps his face paint on yeah I mean like if I introduce you to him it's gonna be like how you doing you know one of those type of things but then if you like see us interact or see him when he's comfortable and you're just like even like videos that i post or whatever conversations or whatever you can see that your text conversations are comical <laughs> listen i my sister texted me the other day like can you take the beef out the freezer and put it in warm water whatever to thaw it out and i had to check the thread because i seen the word beef and i had just been texting him and that's what he calls his dick so when i seen beef and take it out the freezer and i'm reading it fast I type back suck my dick because I'm thinking he's saying I'm thinking it's him telling me something about his dick. So anytime he asks me to do something, I just be like suck my dick. And he'd be like, why, yo? Why we gotta be like this, yo? But it's the same thing when I ask him to do something. So it's just how we are. You know what I mean? But I had to check myself because I almost told my sister to suck my dick. But yeah, you're right though. Like it I don't I don't know. I don't, he carries a lot and I carry a lot. And that's my thing. Like, I know the whole Erica Badu bag lady. I ain't trying to, like, just be here, take all my luggage. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. already got enough of my luggage. So I'm going, I should be able, you carrying so much of my big luggage that I should be able to handle my carry ons. Mm. Gee. That could be your quote for this episode. Mm. Okay, that's my quote. <laughs> Mine's never that good. No, yours are always good. You you be prepared. Mine's be... Cause well, I that's because I come with the agenda. Yeah, and I be forgetting all about the quote section. <laughs> that should be like, ooh, what did I see? What meme did I see the other day? So, for ending this, I got one from Janet Mock's second book, Surpassing Certainty. Mm-hmm. Did you read her book? No, but is it good? I was about, just the about first, to ask you that. Is it good? When it comes to her books, the first book is good if you want to learn more about trans terms and how she grew up, how she got, mm-hmm. how she understood her gender. Mm-hmm. The second book is much more lighter. It doesn't go into being trans. It does face her poverty, her getting to this certain point. Mm. But it doesn't touch as much of developing who she was as a young girl who people identify as a boy. Gotcha. Also, she's dating Lil Poppy from Pose. Oh. Yeah, she her and her husband that she meets in book one divorced, and now she's with Lil Poppy. And that was the one that was with India. Yes. In the show. Okay. Yeah. Fun facts. <laughs> okay, so the quotes from her second book. Excuse me, I'm going to try to read this properly because it's like a damn paragraph. Mm, You got this. I never realized that what I needed was a means to express myself. Hearing myself enabled me to heal myself. For so much of my life, I believed that my silence would protect me. That by keeping my circle small, by holding my truth close, by being cautious of others, I would be able to remain safe. But all I did was isolate 
myself and leave other. But all I did was isolate me and leave me with delusions. I imagined that people who cared about me would be... What is this word? I'm sorry. My print is terrible. <laughs> all right. Next time, we're going to put you at 18. <laughs> 18 point. Hold up. I'm going to try to get through this. I imagine that people who cared about me would no longer love me if I spoke my truth. Mm. But I had to be open and honest with myself and then begin with telling myself the truth. Mm. And that began with telling myself the truth. I'm sorry. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a word. I just be pulling quotes from the website. That's all I do with my life. I draw my. She went to my nephew game today. What's today? Tuesday. Yes. Is my sister here? She left. Um. Did she go back upstairs? I felt like she went back upstairs, but she posted from my nephew game. Your sister moves silently, man. Bruh. <laughs> she catch the dip in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> But All right, we've been guys. with you for three hours and ten minutes now. Yeah, you know what it is? It's two things. One, because we don't record weekly. Don't this is me, me making like justifications. No, this is just <laughs> me making justifications in our head for the long episodes. Mm-hmm. And then two, we don't speak like we don't have like a great deal of conversations during the time we're apart. So it's so much to catch up on when we see each other. So these are like kind of genuine conversations. Because mm-hmm. she is dry in conversation on text. Yeah. Like she has the kind of text messages where you think, did I piss her off one of these days? I know. And I'll be saying that too. And like, because like, I, when, when you said something about what time, I'm like, are, you, are, are we working on such and such day? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, shit is dry. Because you either catch me while I got a lot to say or you catch me when I don't have much to say. But if you're just making plans and I'm just real quick with it, yeah, no, whatever, whatever. But yeah, and then some people I have a better conversation with. I communicate better in person, mm-hmm. and I don't like we in a digital age now. So if you can communicate with somebody better in person, I'm going to lean into that. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Plus, you see how I text. I text paragraphs. I mean, and you typically I don't mind, but you got that Android phone. <laughs> no, because I text from my computer, so it's Either like way, I can spell check it. When everything. it comes through, like it just be like. It don't come through the same like so for me it just be like uh, okay it's not you know what I mean and I'll be worried about like sending multiple messages because when I text on I'm different it don't with Apple matter. but either way like I just want to lean into the fact that I am able to sit here for three hours and have a conversation with you because that's not like that that's not normal for me at this point in my life real talk. Last time, like, outside of you, the last person I was able to sit and just have a full conversation nonstop with for three hours was my boyfriend's brother. Mm-hmm. And he's a creative. So we it was a lot of, like, you know, creative building, like, how to enc- encourage each other to, like, do better and shit like that. But outside of that, and that was, like, motherfucking six months ago. Oh. Yeah. So it's. I lean into the fact that I am able to sit in person and talk to you. That's why the agenda's the way it is. TV shows with the good doctor get you warmed up. <laughs> Movies get you really into it and then get in depth with it's like, okay, I'm warmed up. We can get it depends personal on, now. Yeah, it depends <laughs> on what on what happened. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Because like, like you said, you know the right trigger words for me to, to make me start talking. Because you bring up my kids and apparently the LGBT community. Kids. <laughs> What you're passionate about, you're passionate about, and I've been around you long enough to know what are specific topics, what specific keywords you need to hear to really get you started. Mm. 
you just be waiting for that woosa. You just be waiting for me to hit this number. Because once I hit this number, you already know I'm gathering that shit and it's about to go off. No, it's like what I keep getting told. I take note of little things on people. Mm. Like little information people think I don't remember. Like one of my friends is allergic to acrylic for some damn reason. And you just knew that. Well, I mean, I will give you this. You are a damn good friend. Yeah. I try. It's it's annoying and and low-key sickening. Why? Because it's like I I just want you to know that as good of a friend as you are, I'm gonna be the, the best friend that I can be, but I'm not on your level of friending. I'm an only child. This is easy for me. Yeah, because like you you remember things, you remember birthdays, you send cards. Like you are a good fucking friend. I will give I you that. I have it in my phone, so I cheat a little bit. Yeah. But um let's wrap up. Yeah. So my website is back up and I actually am actively working on it and you know, putting up more um posts and content. So shondanicole.com. And that's where you can also see the story about her discovering her godson, godson, godbrother. Oh, well, when he was shaking the dice? Yeah. Oh, uh, the shaking the dice under the cover. That was my boyfriend's little cousin who um, we took in for a little while. So you can see that story as well as the story about her talking about Dwayne Wade's daughter. Yeah, that's up there too. And let I me mean, just go in there, click around, and you can see, you know, the clip from my show. Um, yeah, y'all didn't, I don't know if y'all saw it, but you can see the clip from my show is up there. I mean, it's only a small clip of the much larger thing, but you gotta have to pay to actually see the full thing. Yeah, and not for nothing, I posted, I posted the good part. I mean, there were other good parts that I could work, that I could break down, but I don't want to give them everything. I need just, an adult. <laughs> just enough, you feel me? Like just enough, because I do need an adult at all times. But yeah, Shonda Nicole one on Instagram and yeah. Twitter. And I am Amaria La. Whatever I look is pretty much the tag. You can find me everywhere. And mm-hmm. Just don't find me if you're looking for money. <laughs> I know the word no. I'm practicing for the lotto. I know the word no because of all these people who hit me up for services. No, period. That's that's the end of the sentence. And they find all the other email addresses I use too. I'm like, this is aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Like, dang, how badly do you want to work with me? And it's not like work with you, like I want to sponsor advertisement. It's just like other shit, like I don't need. Mm. Yeah, no. Come with the right check. Don't just come with a check. Come with the right check. I prefer a check. I prefer other things. It's, mm, pause. Okay. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been fun. It's been long. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you got me saying pause. Now. I do. I noticed you said it a couple of times this episode. Damn. Yep. Listen, it happens. But you under- But see, the thing is, you understand how I use it. Like most people think that, oh, you, you're a girl. You don't have to say pause. No, I pause anything that could be taken sexually. You said originally it's just so that the other person knows I don't mean sexually or any type of flirtation with you. Right. But in in essence, like, if I'm talking about, you know, sausage links, that can be taken sexually. That's food. You've seen the conversations between me and my boyfriend. Yes, I have. Okay. I got you now. Cause Everything. Cause I can be... say, I can say, uh, I have a toothache. He'll say you need some beef in your throat. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, so you have to pause everything. But at the same time, going back to the subject before, it's kind of cute that y'all still have that little immature jokey joke between each other. Oh, yeah, we're real immature. And that's cute. Yeah. 
All right, guys, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>